Okay, Bubs, this is Calzard. You're now listening to Geek Vibes Live. Welcome, everybody, to Geek Vibes Live. I am Joel Jimenez, and it sounds weird because there's no Joan and no Dane for right now. Maybe they call in a little bit later, but it's just me and our friends over, not close to me at all, Kanan. You there? I am here, buddy. What's up? Caitlin, you there? Yes, I am up here in beautiful. Yeah, (laughs) yes, it is. So just us three for right now. We're gonna hold down the fort for uh, for the time being until hopefully uh, the others call in. If not, then it's just us three, and that's fine, right, guys? That's right. We can handle it. Damn, let's do it. All right, so let's get to the nitty gritty. It's been a big week. Uh, I don't know if you guys noticed, but there's been a lot of hoopla lately, especially around uh, yeah. the DC EU. And um, there's a lot of hoopla, a lot of shenanigans. Oh, it's too much shenanigans. It's too much shenanigans. Yeah. It's crazy. It's ridiculous and very frustrating. I think it got to the point where even Kanan lost his patience with the DC EU. Kanan, oh, would you like to tell us yes. what went wrong this week? Uh, where do we begin? I guess the uh, the big news was uh, the fact that we were getting the non-DCU Joker movie. Uh, I think that's what really blew everything out of the water this week. Uh, you know, DC is, uh, well, DC and Warner Brothers haven't actually come out and said this, but uh, Hollywood Reporter and Deadline uh, came out earlier this week and said that uh, – uh, Todd Phillips and Martin Scorsese are going to be working on a non-DCEU, kind of an Elseworld uh, property origin Joker movie. Uh, set in the 80s, the Joker's going to be in his 20s. Uh, from what we've heard, Batman will not be involved. Uh, and then Weird. it just went on from there. Next thing you know, Matt Reeves is saying, uh, he's done an interview in July where he said that uh, Warner Brothers told him that his movie would be standalone. He would not be in the extended universe. Uh, then Hollywood Reporters was saying Ben Affleck won't be involved. It'll be another Batman. And then it just—it was just so much stuff that, as a DC fan, I'm just like, you know what? I can't deal with this anymore. What is going on? So, what? Uh, what, were your, what were your thoughts on it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, guys. Um. I don't think that's the part that I mean that's what threw me off, no doubt. Uh, like many of us, it was like what the fuck. And um, but real, what really set everybody off wasn't even the fact that there was a maybe an even though it was. Don't get me wrong, it was it was weird. In the Elseworld story idea, it, uh, universe cinematically, it, I don't know if everyone was ready for that kind of news when we're just trying to we're finally kind of getting into the DCU groove. You know what I mean? It's just awkward. Yeah. But the problem, I think, a yeah, lot of people... Yeah, it feels like everything was... Yeah, like, it feels like everything was syncing up really nicely. Everybody mm-hmm. was hitting their stride. Like, it, it, it was it was getting really, like, cohesive. And then, bam, you know, like, they like an asteroid hits the water and, yeah. you know, our planet. <laughs> so, yeah, like, that's, that's... Yes, yes. A really big geek asteroid, and it's... it's <laughs> frustrating as as a fan like I, I know you all are like super much bigger DC fans than I am I like yeah. DC I have no problem with it I just get like they, they pull stuff like this like not that Marvel isn't you know guilty of some some chicanery but 
I don't know. When it, when it comes to DC, I can always count on them, like, confusing the shit out of me at every turn. So yeah. I can't imagine what Especially you're Especially recently. I can't even – yeah, it's to the point where I, it's hard for me to defend them. And, uh, you know, Wonder Woman was a home run – I mean, a grand slam, uh, should yeah. I say. And it's just like, oh, my goodness, you know, we're hearing nothing but great things about Aquaman. You know, and, of course, uh, the Zack Snyder films – I love Zack Snyder. I love Man of Steel. I love – I actually am the one in the group that loves – Batman v Superman. I love the extended edition. Yeah. Uh, but anytime, every Zack Snyder movie. Yeah, but every Zack Snyder movie so far has just had nothing but controversy. You know, the tragic loss of his daughter. He leaves. You know, yeah. this was like a huge uh, grab for bloggers and critics to jump on the whole Joss Whedon thing and say, "Oh, it's a movie successful. It's Joss Whedon's baby. If it's not, you can blame it on Zack Snyder." And guess what? That has actually come out where someone said that. It's making its rounds on Twitter right now. Are you, where a guy are you, with a yes, yes, a well-known site said that. Said that if it's Zack Snyder, if it's terrible, blame it on Zack Snyder. If it's great, Joss Whedon will get wow. all of the hype. If you wow. if you've been what on Twitter happened? today and you're listening, yes, oh yes, yes. It's I just I do not understand this, but you know. I want Justice League read, to be a huge retweet hit. That. Oh, I retweet will. that. I'll, I'll, so I'll put it, it out there for everybody uh, to see. Yeah. Yeah, please do. Let Not everyone know. It's like, that's some bullshit. <laughs> that's some bullshit. Like, ouch, man. <laughs> it is, man. But you know what really messed people up? That was the beginning, though. Like you said, it was the beginning. But what really messed people up yeah. was when we found out the next day, because it wasn't even that long after. It was the next day. Um about the Batman and the fact that we have a quote, a quote now. And that's the, the word made it worse is it was a quote. They were quoting him uh, about that this, uh, his, the Batman, or that at least Warner Brothers came to him and told them and told him that this would be separate from the extended universe. And again, they didn't ask him to clarify at all. It's just what he said. And then they ran with it. And then everyone read the quote and kind of freaked out because we don't know what's going on because now they have this – because the day before we heard news about this Elseworld Joker movie. And then we also heard about the Joker – Jared Leto's Joker having – continuing being the Joker in like a Joker, a Joker Harley movie and all that extra stuff. But on top of that, we hear that this – the Batman might be separate from the DCEU. And so that just said everybody. Yeah. Everybody went nuts. And I, everyone, even Kanan himself, lost patience. Yeah, no, and I, I mean, I yes. kind of lost my shit, too. Like, what the hell are, like, what are they doing over there? And, and like, what drugs are they smoking? Because they're not sharing with anybody. Um, <laughs> and, and you're, you're sitting there, and you're just, like, it's so, like, discombobulating. And then he came out next day and said, that's not how I meant it. Like, it was, yeah. it wasn't even, they twisted his words. They, it, it was the actual quote was the actual yeah. quote. It's just, it's, he, mis- he misworded it. So, you know, and, he just said it but wrong. But that's the thing is that he needs to know that he can't say shit like that off the top of his head. Like, that, that's yeah. hard to because then these bloggers, <laughs> like, I'm a blogger, and, and it drives me nuts, too, because people, like, latch on and it's, they want to be the first ones to write about it because they're competing with other bloggers and trying to make a name for themselves. 
So they're trying to get the, you know, quote unquote scoop. And then you have quantity over quality. You'll see some bloggers who have like 20, 25 posts like a day. No, I'm just kidding, you know, but, but they'll have like a high volume of posts per day, but the content is lacking. So it's just a bunch of noise. And then you'll have people who, you know, write whenever they have something they want to say. And, right. and they'll, you know, self-check it and back-check it and, and read it over and over and over again and present a polished product, but nobody will read it because it's, you know, a lot of those blog sites will go by, by volume. They'll bump the ones that are producing content all the time, but the, the ones who are, you know, writing long, drawn-out, like, well-thought-out pieces because nobody wants to read, you know, a long post anymore. Anyway, um, yeah. so, so you have it's these true. bloggers, you have, you know, the media, you have, you know, everybody who wants to, you know, get there first. Right. You know, if you're not first, you're last kind of mentality. And, and get true. that news out there immediately. So fans will speculate on it. It turns into, it's like throwing, you know, blood in the water with sharks. It's, yeah. It, yeah, it's that's basically it. Different. And, but he yeah, controversy. Yeah. yeah. Well, he had to. I mean, it caused the media shitstorm, uh, <laughs> and he had to come out and say something. I mean, people were begging for it, and uh, you know, controversy sells, and these art and these people know it. I mean, as a huge DC fan, I got to give it to Marvel. They got their shit in order. They have a guy named Kevin Feige that makes sure everything is done yep. the way it should. And to be honest, yes, they have a lot of social media hits as far as people talking about their movies. But they don't have the hits that DC does because their drama. articles don't stir up controversy. Yes, and drama. And these bloggers and these critics, even sites like The Hollywood Reporter and Variety, they know how to twist their headlines to irk the shit out of DC fans. And it's just like uh, uh, Kate said, it's blood in the water. Fans are going to see that. They're going to blow up. And they're running with it because they know that they're – I guarantee you put out a Marvel headline – and put out a DC headline, and I guarantee you the DC headline is triple or quadruple the clicks that that Marvel that Marvel one's got yeah. uh, for that for uh, those sites. People know right now that DC is <laughs> yes, that's right. I mean, it could be it could be super huge. It could be uh, Marvel releases uh, uh, Infinity War trailer, or you could say uh, Bat, uh, Ben Affleck definitely is dropping out of Batman. Oh my right. goodness. As much as people want to see that Infinity War trailer, that Ben Affleck drops out of Batman is going to be what's talked about. It's going to be trending yeah. more than Infinity War just because of the drama that's surrounding it. It's like so many people out here want – I don't know. It's like you're a site that claims that you're a DC fan or you're not biased, but you're like pushing for this stuff to happen so you can say, I told you so. Why? I don't. I, that's what does. That's what yeah. hurts me so bad. That is Why working. would anybody <laughs> want Ben Affleck to drop out? It's like you keep saying it. Oh, I think he, I, I'm, uh, he's going to leave. He's definitely going to leave. Why would you even want that? Why would but you want to push point, for that? It's, the, it's for them to look good now because they're saying it. So, like, if it happens, they have oh, to push yeah, it. Oh, yeah, they gotta keep their, yeah. they got to keep their relevancy. they gotta, they got to keep know? their cred up because if that's not, then everybody's going to look at them. Yeah, right. yeah exactly. Well, I'm reading what you wrote, uh, or the when we were talking about the the guy who came out and said that if it's you know if if this is the Justice League movie, if it's good then it'll be on you know Joss Whedon. If it's bad, it's on. I think he was saying it 
in terms of, you know, somebody said that they felt bad for Whedon, and then his response was, um, he's in a great spot. He's getting a lot of money to do this. He's getting to do a pet project in Batgirl. And if uh, JL, is, JL is good, he'll get praised. If it sucks, it'll go on ZS. I think he was just speculating. I don't think he was actually mm-hmm. saying that's right. what it is. It's, I think he was just saying, well, who was yeah, it? like, he yeah, wasn't, but that's he wasn't, like, he wasn't, yeah, but that should not even be it. the case, though. You shouldn't even say that because people already think that. They already think that. Well, that yeah. If but, it's a terrible so movie, that it's going to be Zack Snyder. Yeah, I think if it's going to, if it's a terrible movie, people need to go into the movie and judge it for the movie itself. They don't need to go in there and say, yeah. "Oh, I can tell this was a Joss Whedon uh, directed scene, or this was a Zack Snyder directed scene." They need to go in and just yeah. judge the movie overall and say it was a great movie or it was it was a bad movie. I don't want to see none of this. Whedon comes in to save the day crap. I mean, we don't need to yeah. see that. This movie is a joint effort. Zack Snyder picked Joss Whedon to come in and fix the movie. We don't need this divide between the two. That's what right. I don't want to see. If it's a terrible movie, it's just terrible. That's how it needs to be judged. It doesn't need. And this person has gone on the record of saying they dislike Zack Snyder. They don't. They did not like uh, Batman v Superman. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean. So and this is the person also severely pushing that Ben Affleck is done as Batman. So uh, if it's a terrible movie, they, you know, yeah. So um, I mean, just you have to so if even you look just, at that. Even you just, just have saying, to know more of the context. Yeah, but like, well, and like also, that's another thing is I lack context because I don't know who this is. But um, basically, saying that, oh. <laughs> like, I think he he's. He's hypothesizing that that's what people will do. But by doing that, he's validating that thought, like saying, okay, well, this is what people... So now people have that implanted in their brain, so when they go into the movie, they're going to be like, oh, well, if it sucks, it's probably going to be Zack Snyder's fault, you know? Yeah. And if it's good, it's going to be Josh Whedon's fault. But it's like, human beings are both, like, we're the smartest and most capable, but we're also the dumbest. So you can just suggest something to us, and then it becomes fact in our brain. And then, yeah. and then you have cognitive dissonance, which is another thing. Anyway, um, but yeah, so I can understand. What? Like I, I believe in freedom of speech. Like I think he can say whatever he wants to say, and I think that's awesome. But at the same yeah. time, he yeah. needs to know like the repercussions of his. Of his, of, of his speech, like, you know, people of influence, and this goes back to, you know, um, when when he leaked um, about, or not leaked, it wasn't a leak, it was just his quote, that anything can be taken out of context, and it mostly is, you know, and even if yeah. it's said in context, people are going to make their own inferences. So he needs to know that being in this game, especially with, you know, diehard geeks like us, like, we don't do well with change. We don't adapt well. So when you throw bombs like this, like, everybody is reaching for their asthma inhaler and Xanax, like, holy shit, what is happening to, you know, my world? <laughs> like, and so. Yeah. But uh, you got to remember, very, this is, this, yeah, we're this very is Jeff, right, um, Kanan? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm, not, I'm used to it from him. Like, that's, that's the guy that usually has never has usually yeah. good news. So it's always bad news. Yeah, so, see that. Like, he just seems like kind of like a naysayer. Like he seems like it's just a very, 
I guess, negative kind of person that it's just like, okay, well, I, you know, if I know people, this is what they're going to do. And then it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. Like, okay, well, you told them this is what they're going to do. Now that's implanted in their brain as a truth. And and that's what they're going to base their opinion on because they don't know any better. Well, if you don't. People in positions of power and influence and stuff, like, shouldn't use their, their platform to influence other people, like, with, like, tricky stuff like that. Like, I don't well, know. I mean, I get if you don't stuff. like a, yeah, I mean, I get if you don't like a director's style, and that's fine. I mean, if you dis, if you don't like Zack Snyder's directing, that's fine. But it's the constant, like, hate-type campaign against him. And people can say there isn't oh, yeah. one, but there is. Because most of his movies are judged too harshly like he it's just but people don't realize like how much effort he really puts in his films that's fine you don't like it but don't make a campaign about you know why you know just like where you want to drag him through the mud every single time he's brought up i mean it's you know what has he done that's so controversial yeah i mean you've got james cameron out here yeah you've got james cameron out here making the comment about wonder woman uh, being a step backwards when uh, w- is he lived in a shell? Maybe he's been on the Avatar movie for for too long because all this movie did was yeah. unite women. I don't know where he got that yeah. idea from, but you know well, people are kind of giving James Cameron a pass we'll to that, for we'll the most part we'll because he, yeah, yeah, okay, sorry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll get to yeah, that. Let, yes, let's, 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 let's like, get on to really other stuff. Passionate. Well, let's clarify before no, we move on. Let's clarify. All right, let's clarify. Yes. I'm, I'm thinking right. of the politics. I am so sick yeah. of the politics. I'm sick of people politicizing an entertainment industry. And, like, the entertainment industry is kind of guilty of it, too. It's, right, it's but... polarizing people, DC versus Marvel, polarizing them against different directors, polarizing them against different, um, art, you know, artistic concepts. And, and like, it's always like a, we're always at each other's throats over the dumbest shit. When sure. you really look at it, this is entertainment. Like, I go to this medium to get away from the real world, to get away from like, you know, Democrats versus Republicans and, you know, you know, what new bombing happened today and what country that, you know, I didn't know we were mad at until like five minutes ago. So, and and then we're bombing them and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And this is an escape. This is escape. Yeah. Like, and, 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 Um, I mean, this, same for a lot of people and so now the entertainment industry and it always has been largely political you know historically speaking but Mm. it's just gotten to be too much it's gotten to be too much like tabloid news like i didn't expect tabloid type news to come from geek we're very like we're the dominant force now (laughs) yeah Yeah, we're really dominant (laughs) We're, we're becoming that which we hate we were becoming yeah. exactly what we hate. We wanted to get, a, you know, we go to comics and, you know, sci-fi and nerd stuff to get away from, like, the political, um, you know, gossip rag type, you know, world and, and, uh, and, and yeah. you know, all the celebrity stuff. And now, you know, our interests have been melded with Hollywood. Mm. And I think we're all just trying to play catch up. And now we're becoming like that tabloidy kind of trash news, you know, yeah. outlet. But right and now we're here that's today funny. That's what funny to is. clarify yeah. that news. So, Kanan, clarify everything that, that that went on DCU-wise so everybody knows exactly what's going on and no one's confused, starting with the Elseworld Joker movie. 
Yeah, the Elseworld Joker movie is just going to be standalone. It's going to kind of be in its own its own uh, little world, which I'm excited for because, you know, as I've said on Twitter and I've talked to you all about, you know, this opens up the door for other films that we would not see in the extended universe. You know, Superman, Red Sun, uh, yeah. Gotham by Gaslight. I mean, yeah. just any, any film you could think of, maybe even a Batman Beyond, you know, something yeah. like that we could see uh, in Please, the uh, Elseworld state film. <laughs> um, but so that's going to be standalone. Uh, David Ayer is still attached to do Gotham City Sirens. Uh, we also heard that there's going to be a Joker Harley movie that's going to be kind of uh, Mr. and Mrs. Smithish. That I'm not really sold on. I don't know why they're doing that. Right. Uh, but uh, Jared Leto is confirmed. He even uh, said it on a radio show the other day. You know, he so far he's confirmed to come back for both of those movies. Uh, you know, there was some stuff going around that there wasn't going to be a Gotham City Sirens, that that had been scrapped for the Joker Harley movie. That's come out. That's that's not true. Gotham City Sirens is still on. Uh, uh, Matt Reeves has come out and clarified that uh, it's in the extended universe. It's just that he has uh, more uh, ability to create his vision. You have more opportunity to, to create his vision. Uh, he doesn't have to uh, incorporate like Superman or The Flash or anybody in his films. It's still Ben Affleck. It's still in the extended universe. It's okay. just a Batman movie. Yeah, it's just a Batman movie. Uh, and then even Jeff Johns came out and kind of trolled uh, the internet a little bit about the comments that he had heard. Nice. And, uh, you know, Jared Leto came out and said what he said, that a lot of the stuff about him wasn't true, that the cast loved him and he loved working on the film. So that's where we're at. We, we've got two sides, and I even put a little joke on Twitter about it. It's, uh, you know, DCU Wars, uh, DCU Strikes Back, where, you know, they're out here, ha- and they shouldn't have to be doing this. We should, They should not have to be out here doing their own PR uh, to, to counter this stuff. But this is where we're at, where people are having to take time out of their busy schedule to clarify all this. So, yeah. Just, but I, I, everybody but, that's a DCU fan can take a breath, and right. let's just see where this goes. We got to really see what Justice League does, and then we'll go from there. Like I have to point out, one of the biggest uh, things about the jo- the Joker standalone was that Scorsese's attached as a producer. I think that's what really drew people, like Scorsese. I mean, it, it, that's yeah, really yeah, exactly. out there. Like I did not expect to hear Scorsese's as and if Scorsese comes to your door and says, I want to do a Joker movie, you got to listen, right? And at the very least, you should listen yeah. to him. Yeah, and don't sleep on Todd Phillips, because the guy, I mean, when the first Hangover, Hangover came out, it was you know, a comedy genius. I mean, it was like one of the highest grossing rated R movies ever. So right. this guy can direct. I, I'm not uh, put off by him being a director at all. Scorsese's going to be writing it, and uh, like, you know, uh, Joe just said, you know, you who – would not want Martin Scorsese. You know, like I, I, I said, you know, maybe they can get Leonardo DiCaprio as Joker. I've always wanted to see him as Joker. I don't think it's going to happen. But, uh, you know, all the fans that are like, oh, we don't need this movie, wait till they cast Joker and let's just see where they go from there. We've been down this road before with Heath Ledger, with Ben Affleck, with Jared Leto. Let's just wait and see what happens. And then, uh, you know, we may love this. People may be, you know, clamoring for more of this. It's true. Yeah, I, I mean, my yeah. only issue would be that if this Joker is so good, they're gonna automatically compare him to Jared Leto, who's already decisive. <laughs> so it's like you're gonna have a Joker well, competing against your other Joker already. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's gonna be weird. Yeah, it's gonna be weird having 
two different Jokers. Uh, but, you know, we're going to have two Nightwings, or kind of two Robins. And we're going to have the DCEU Nightwing, and then we're going yeah. to have uh, the Robin in uh, the Titan show. Yeah, I get it. That's true. But um, one more thing I wanted before we move on to Mr. Cameron. <laughs> I want every, all the uh-huh. DCU fans to understand. Let's just take it movie by movie. As of right now, Justice League next. Aquaman is coming after that. That's already filming, or at least po- I think it's I think it's in post almost, right? I don't know if it's done filming exactly. You guys know anything? <clears throat> it's pretty. It's pretty close. I think. I think they're. I think they're pretty far along. I know a couple weeks ago is when uh, Nicole Kidman went out to fi- uh, to film her scenes. So right. I I'd, I'd say you know they're pretty close. Uh, right. You know maybe they got maybe another month left on shooting. Right. Well, uh-huh. and I think she, and then Shazam after that. So let's just take it like this. Everything else is just wordplay. We don't know. They're throwing the darts at a board and seeing what works and nothing, but nothing's been greenlit yet. As far as we know, what they talked about at Comic-Con is the only shit that I'm really worried about. And let's go from there. Yeah. So let's, let's just be patient yeah. and not overreact because we might get more bullshit going down the line. It's only going to get crazier as we go along. So let's yeah. move on. Yeah. So Patty Jenkins versus James Cameron. Uh, Caitlin, would you like to uh, tell everyone what happened between Patty Jenkins and James Cameron? Um, I'm actually, like, I'm going to plead some ignorance here. I know vaguely, like, I haven't had a chance to read the actual article, but I know right. vaguely what happened was James Cameron said some not nice things about uh, Miss Patty Jenkins. And well, in terms more so of, Wonder of Woman, the movie. More so Wonder Woman. And, right, right. You know, and, and just uh, basically, you know, that that women or, or or that it was like a step backwards essentially. So yes, um, that's, that's, that was that's his key the, back he said about uh, for women, and I, I don't. <laughs> he said he didn't hate the movie. He just felt like it was a step backwards for women, and Patty Jenkins responded. Like, like does and, he have this, like I hate to be that person that's like, oh well, if you're not a woman, you can't speak about women. Like, but you know because you know, we're all people, but if you really look right. at it, like, who the hell is he to say what I feel about a movie or how it impacts my gender? Like, I, I'm not even right. really big into gender politics. I could give a shit less, but, like, I, I, who the hell are you, man? Like, I I really don't feel like you could speak for me about my experience as a woman when it comes to cinema. Like, I don't feel like it has taken us backwards any more than anything else has. And then, like, and delay that at the feet of, what, Wonder Woman? Like, like mm-hmm. have you seen what Wonder Woman does for girls? Like, I know. I saw it. It's a, beautiful. <laughs> I mean, you have a daughter. I have a daughter. Um, right, everybody's right. got mothers, you know, uh, you know, female cousins, aunts, whatever. And so, yeah, I mean, I guess as a man you can infer, like, I could I could speculate as to what it feels like to, you know, get kicked in the ball, but I don't know it. <laughs> like, I don't right. know what that feels like. I lack the equipment. Um, but, like, you know, I, so I don't feel like as a director, it was professional for him to speak on anybody else's body of work like that, you know, especially so publicly. 
and then to throw at her feet that it is taking back the entire women's movement, that, I mean, yeah. that, is, that is a really harsh, um, you know, you know um, um, accusation to throw at somebody, let alone for a movie, you know, like, oh, this is what, that's what's going to, you know, send women back to the kitchen and barefoot and pregnant, like this movie, that's what's going to do it. And um, I mean, maybe you're not even like that hyperbolic, like, he feels like that is going to put a dent in anything that's happened over the last, like, 100, in, you know, 50 to 100 years in, in like, I guess, like, the, the women's movement So and women's rights. So, I mean, I'm like, seriously, I ain't setting anything back. Um, and, like, I mean, it's just a completely ridiculous statement. I, like, I think you should come out and say sorry. I mean, even if you didn't mean it, whatever. Um, and... Yeah. Like, I I know that my daughter loves Wonder Woman, loves Wonder Woman. She's got, like, all these Wonder Woman books and toys, and she gravitates towards Wonder Woman stuff, and it's always about strength. It's not about, like, oh, I'm Wonder Woman, so I'm pretty. It's, oh, I'm Wonder Woman, I'm strong. I'm going to go, you know, kick some ass, so... I mean, was she, she into Wonder Woman things. prior to the movie? You what? Was she into Wonder Woman prior to the movie? Oh yeah, oh yeah. She uh, well, she really liked the Carrie Russell Nathan Fillion adaptation of it. Oh, that was um, good. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> she loved that. Um, and I mean, she knew about Wonder Woman before that. They have these baby board books. They have Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman, and mm-hmm. now they have actually. I'll send you the link for it, Joelle, uh, for your little girl. It's okay. um, a Wonder Woman kids book. And then they have, like, Good Night, Batman, um, Good Morning, Superman. And then they had, um, like, Let's Go or Let's Get It. It's, like, something, like, motivating Wonder Woman. And so it's, like, comparing a child to, you know, Batman or Superman or Wonder Woman in terms of, like, going through their day. Right. And, and, like, in a comic kind of form but for kids and so it was really really cute and I really liked the concept and um, so yeah like that's what my daughter gets from Wonder Woman that's all she's ever been about and the movie did I think they did more to empower women if anything um, right. and like I said I'm not even I'm egalitarian I'm not feminist or meninist or whatever I'm right there smack dab mm. in the middle of like egalitarian and I've I didn't feel particularly offended as a woman by any of this. Yeah. I so, didn't even know meninism was a word, um, but I'll go with it. We'll go with that. Um, <laughs> I, maybe twice. It's probably, like, not a word as you would define it by, you know, Webster's I like it, though, but We're going to go with it. Pop <laughs> yeah, meninism. There we go. Yeah. Yay! Um, we got blood. other callers on the line. Let's find out who this one is. Give me one second. Hello, you're calling in to Geek Vibes Live. Who is this? Uh, Joan. Oh, mute this. Is. Hold on. Mute. Oh, mute. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're leaving me uh, <laughs> Hold on. I got another call. I got another call. Who's this? Hold on. It's the boss. Who's this? Hello? Other caller? Hi, Caitlin. Hi, Caitlin. The other caller is mute. Um... So, uh, Juwan's here. Juwan, happy birthday, Juwan. Yes, 
Thank you, guys. Yeah. Thank you. He has arrived. This is like you, a lot of um, birthdays. We've had a lot of yeah. birthdays. We've had of Joel. Yeah. Who else nice. has a birthday next? Uh, Nick. I don't well, know. we had Nick already. Nick's was the yeah, past Yo, that one. That was a couple days ago. Yeah. Okay. Uh, is that yeah. It? it was a few Nick? weeks ago. With others. We yeah. just don't know off the top of our heads. Um, so, yeah, Joan, did you want to speak up on the whole GCEU stuff? Because we kind of passed that already. But if you want to say what you got to say, then say what you got to say. Um, no, I'm sure you guys completely covered it. I don't want to necessarily uh, backtrack, you backtrack on where you guys were. Yeah, on where you guys were. I don't want to stop the flow. Oh, okay. All right. I'm going to so try you, to... So you want to talk, you want to talk James Cameron? Oh, goodness. Oh. Yeah, that's where we're at right now. Talk... All right, yeah. Yeah, we're... Sure. So, so Caitlin has said her, her piece on James Cameron. Do you want to, do you want to go or do you want me to, oh, yeah. to cover my ideas? Oh, I... No, nah, go ahead first, Cameron. Okay. Well, uh, as a huge fan of James Cameron, I must say that his comments cut me a little deep, and it's kind of like taking me back um, as a fan of his because I don't, I don't think that he really took the time to think about his comment before he actually said it. I don't think he took the time to look at the marketing for Wonder Woman. Uh, there was no objectification whatsoever. Uh, I think they handled her with class. Uh, they never focused on anything other than her being a hero and having courage. Uh, the moment in the movie where she takes over is a, the most positive influence on women uh, for a movie that I think I've seen in a long time. Uh, you know, just gives you goosebumps. I mean, if you didn't walk, if you didn't watch that scene, and that's the no man's land scene, if you did not see that and walk out of there saying, oh, my goodness, this does so much, um, you know, then you just you miss the point of that, that entire yeah. scene. So, yes, yeah, exactly. I mean, and not and this, and y'all may disagree, but I'm telling you, man, Wonder Woman was, it was Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman going into Justice League. Now it's mm-hmm. Wonder Woman, Batman, Superman. Maybe Superman and Batman are tied because I know a lot of people want to see him coming back. But I tell you, I'm telling you, Wonder Woman – it's going to put ass in seats for that movie because, and yeah. they're they're promoting the hell out of her, and as well they should. They need to jump on board anything they can with women right now. Um, you know, I know Harley Quinn was the big thing. You know, they kind of sexed her up or whatever. But mm-hmm. you know, kids dressed up as Harley Quinn last year. This year it's going to be Wonder Woman. So uh, you know, James Cameron, just shut up, just shut your mouth. Make your Avatar movies, and because you got no room to talk. Because if you go back and look at some the way you treated some of your women in movies, uh, you know, okay, buddy, let's don't talk about the way you shamed Kate Winslet uh, and even your wife at the time, uh, Linda Hamilton. Linda Hamilton said you were the worst person that she was ever married to. So wow. just, just calm down, buddy. I don't know. I didn't yeah, know that. Well, that calm down. <laughs> she, yeah, she, she did. They brought that up. So it's like whenever you say something, just know that people are going to go and dig up all of your skeletons in the closet, and it's going to come back on you. Um, you know, and he doesn't just shame women. He shames men because he actually body shamed uh, or shamed uh, Josh Brolin when Josh Brolin was auditioning for the Avatar movie. You know, oh. now Josh Brolin's out here playing yep. Thanos and playing <laughs> Cable and looking like a straight beast. Yeah. So, you know, that's what happens. Yeah. 
So what, well, what do you I, think, Juwan? What, what's your take on it? Um, yeah, no, I mean, it's hard to follow up everything you said, Kanan. Um, but no, that's true. And Warner Brothers is very aware on the hype of Wonder Woman. The Justice League trailer started off with Wonder Woman. So they're very aware yep. on uh, her huge presence. And they're very aware on how much they need to market this film, not entirely, but somewhat uh, with her being the face of it. And I don't think that's a bad idea. James Cameron, I all I can say is I've never been a fan of, of his movies. Um, Titanic came out when I was like six, so that really didn't do anything for me as a six-year-old. Um, Avatar to me was Pocahontas. I'm sorry. It wasn't necessarily six, but no, maybe it was. Yeah, no, I think it was. I think it was when I was six. Um, it came out in 98, 97 or 98. If it came out in 97 and 98, I was younger. <laughs> so that's even worse. Yeah, I think it was 97. I think it was 97. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was 97, um, yeah. I was like 12. Yeah, so, you know, I wasn't, <laughs> Titanic did nothing for me. Avatar was Pocahontas with blue people. Um, so, I mean, James bad. Cameron just, no, I didn't say it was bad. I just said the, 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 the concept of it was literally Pocahontas yeah. just with blue people. Like, yeah. think about it. If that movie wasn't as visually stunning as it was, did you walk out of there going, wow, that was a great story? Or did you go, yeah. wow, that was visually beautiful? It was just pretty. It was really pretty. Right. <laughs> it was really yeah, it was very good, That's but the I'm movie's saying. very overrated. It is. I agree. It I was just really it. nice to look at. Um, yeah. And he did Terminator, Terminator and Terminator 2, right? Yeah. Those are good. Yes, which yeah, okay. are so those would be Those would be the uh, only two films out of, what I know off the top of my head that he's done that I could really go, I enjoyed those films. Um, So I don't think he, when it comes to me, I don't hold much of what he says with that much value. So when he came out and said what he said, I was just like, eh, that's like the last person in Hollywood director wise that I, you know, would care about what he's saying about a franchise that's obviously doing really well. He's trying to take some of that spotlight and put it on him. Um, all I'm saying is no one's really, like, no one's clamoring for an Avatar 2 or 3 or 4. So, I mean, a lot of these directors, they try to seem as though they're not, but they're very jealous. They hate the idea of other films having more praise than, than theirs does. There was nothing wrong with Wonder Woman. I'd even go as far as to say um, she completely changed the idea. I mean, I, I have relatives who could care less about comics. Who, who went to go see that movie and left just loving So, I mean, you know, it, it obviously reaches a far, you know, a, a larger demographic than just us geek fans. So yeah. that says a lot. Yeah. It was a really, really, really great movie. And it was exactly what the world needed at this time. Um, yeah. So anything negative he has to say towards that, I'm, I'm only taking it as he's coming from a stance of jealousy and hate. Uh, maybe some issues he has within himself that he needs to get resolved. Um, but Patty Jenkins did a phenomenal job. Gail Godot did an amazing job. I don't think uh, mm-hmm. Patty, Patty, in my opinion, shouldn't have even have come out and said anything. Her box office numbers and uh, Rotten Tomatoes and reviewers and uh, guys like that who gave yeah. that movie all the praise and glory is all she needs to use as, as her ammunition. So. Right. Uh, you know, that's all I have to say about that. All right. Well, yeah. I think we have another caller. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to bring him in now. Give me a second. All right. 
So, caller, uh, who is this? Hello? 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 This is Geek Can Bob. you guys hear me? Yes. Yes. This is yeah. Oh, hey, it's uh, Daniel from Symphony Beyond here. Hey, Daniel, what's up? How's it going, Hi, guys? Hi, Daniel. How you doing? Nice to have you on, man. Yeah, I'm glad to glad to join yeah, the dude. team here. It's fantastic. Sorry, I had you on hold for so long. I just, you know, no worries, these no guys talk like forever. <laughs> no worries. Just I'm sorry to, uh, I joined the party late here. We're uh, we're just getting ready for the fight over here. Yes, yes. Just to give the just to give the listeners some context on Daniel. Daniel is right now um, handling our YouTube page with one of our um, best shows, Geek Vibes News, that he just started up on on our page. Yeah, uh, so make good. sure you guys definitely check that out. I just wanted to make sure everyone knew Daniel was a part of the family. It's not yeah. just like a regular caller. He was part of the family. <laughs> yeah, not just a regular well, I'm glad guest, to be part right? of the family, guys. Yeah. Yep. Daniel, what is your opinion on this whole Patty Jenkins, James Cameron thing? Oh, man. When I, when I saw that, uh, I just kind of caught it on Twitter the other night and uh, – it made me it made me kind of get taken aback by James, what what James had said because when I think of James Cameron I always think of like a strong female character especially with Sarah Connor. Right. So for him That's, to yeah. say that about what is arguably the strongest female character we have on screen right now it was just odd for me to see. Um, totally. And and then I kind of made a joke yeah. about it and I, I said maybe he's just angry he ha- he didn't actually get to direct the real Aquaman movie or something but <laughs> oh. I don't know uh, that's a good one <laughs> that's a good one oh uh, that was a reference that was a good one I like that one uh, yeah maybe he's a little bitter about that and that's not he'll never will that's what happens <laughs> but yeah it was just, it was just really strange for uh, for me to see and um, and uh, what uh, jumping off of what somebody said earlier about him not getting along with uh, Linda Hamilton, I, I don't think he actually gets along with any of his ex-wives because he was he was also <laughs> married to Catherine Bigelow for a while, I think. True. That's true. I forgot. Yeah, about directed that. Uh, Zero Dark Thirty and uh, Hurt Locker and all that kind of stuff. So. True story. True yeah. story. Maybe he's just a little bitter right now. I'm not too sure. No, he, he's, he's you know he's old man. The late. He's not huh? lucky with the ladies. He has no game. <laughs> he gets okay. somewhat lucky and then fall off. <laughs> I yeah. mean, I, I've always looked at James Cameron as being a little pretentious too. Like he puts out a movie like every six years, but he breaks the bank. Like he like I know that's he the does the box he does. It's, it's ridiculous. I am, actually, I'm super curious, um, and I know we probably won't be able to get this out of her until she's like done with whatever she's. Uh, Contracted to do with Avatar. I'm really curious with Zoe Zaldana's thoughts are on James Cameron. For sure. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, I yeah, mean, not I'd really like to know. Green alien. She's now playing a blue alien too. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Uh, she probably won't One say much considering another. she's attached to Avatar for life, or you know, considering he'll right, be doing Adrian in some shit. We won't know yeah. until after. Yeah. Is anybody asking for all these am- Avatar sequels, though? No. No, no one is. No, I didn't mm-hmm. even ask I think, I, I think when the first Avatar came out, people were wanting them, but it's been so long that even when the when even when it comes out, I think I think the hype is kind of over with. People will kind of just be like, oh, you know, here it is, but it's not going to be able to build 
on the last one like it, it could have. So you're not yeah. going to see well, I mean, the huge box office numbers. Well, even with, with the, the original one when the, it came out. Sorry, go ahead. The first one, no, no, I was going to say the first one did as well as it did because 3D movies existed, but not to that extent. So no, he, not to that kind of, he made his he made his standpoint on 3D films, and 3D mm-hmm. since then has completely and almost drastically dwindled down. Like people could care less oh, about yeah. 3D. It's unnecessary. Uh, I was going to say so, it's more of the it right. was more of the spectacle at the time, right? Yeah, right, yeah. It was right. sad that so, it's been mean, die now. <laughs> unless his movie comes out and it's four dimensional, I don't know what else he could do that would really make people go, "Oh they my have god!" Four like, movies now, I gotta yeah. go see this. <laughs> the only way I would go see another 3D. The only other way I would go see a 3D movie now because I I hate them. I always hated when when they would transfer yeah. a movie to just be 3D kind of thing. But the it's only way gift. I would go it's see it gimmick. is if they could figure out a way to do it without glasses. If they can figure out a way to do it without glasses, and somehow, then I would go. But yeah. it just always takes me out of the movie. Like, going to see Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, it took me out. I love that movie, but it took me out of it. Yeah, Spider-Man, I mean, it took me out of it a bit. I'd even say if he could find a way to enhance the idea of 3D. I know when you go to a lot of theme parks, I know the idea of it is, is drastically different between a movie theater and a theme park. When you go to a theme park and you do a, a 3D... Like, when they actually stick their hand out, it's like their hand is literally coming out of the screen. And oh, yeah. Movies, movies, of course, are nothing like that, but that's the only thing, that's nothing. the only gimmick I could think of that Avatar could add on that would make people go, wow, like, this is great. Unless it's, you know, the next Avatar is less of a spectacle and more story-driven. That's the only thing I could think of that would kind of generate somewhat of interest. But I do think the second one's going to have to be more so word of mouth then it's selling out, you know, a week or two in advance or selling out, you know, that Thursday night. I think a lot of people are going to have to see it and tell other people to see it for the numbers to start to go up for that film. But even for stories, they've already told us that Stephen Lang is going to be the villain for the next four movies. So we already know that he's not going yep. to die or he's going to be reincarnated <laughs> or something. I, I just find it strange that he's saying, yeah, we're going to have four. Stephen Lang's going to be the villain for all of them. Like, it, it just doesn't seem realistic to me. James Cameron, I, I, I want to say I lost faith in him, but I, I don't know. If, if he did another Terminator, I, I think that's what would make me interested in him. He plans well, he's to. supposed to be producing the one with Tim Miller right now. Right. Yeah. I, did hear I don't that want part. that to happen, but uh, fuck it. I mean, he's got to do something new. I didn't want more avatars. I want something new. He's the one who does something new and invigorating. He yeah. breaks the bank. So why go back to the well yeah, that sure. you know you already did? Yeah. I, I think agree. he was one of the guys that came out and started chirping superhero movies, too. Yeah, that's another reason I haven't yeah, done of course. Movies. Yeah. But like I said, they're, they're upset because superhero movies completely took over uh, the box office. So it made it yeah. a lot harder for guys like them that don't make superhero movies to, you know, shoe in on the box office. So, I mean, mm-hmm. like I yeah. said, a lot of these directors are the jealous types. They're artists. All artists have jealousy in them. So, I mean, it, it, it's common. It's to be expected. But no one really cares. That's why I said when he when he said that, it kind of went in one ear and out the other. He's the last person I'm concerned with uh, on his opinions about movies. Yeah. We're, uh, so we're over it. So let's just go on to the next topic because we're done talking about James Cameron. Thank you, James, for our topic uh, today. 
Um, Good riddance. <laughs> um, we're going to move on to our Defenders review. Defenders came out last week. I'm hoping everyone's got a chance to see Defenders already because I believe it was worth it. And it was to me a hell of a time. Uh, but let's try to let's break it down and see what we like, what we didn't like, um, see who liked it, who didn't like it, even though it's possible. It's, not playing. it's possible. So let's start with um, let's start with Juwan. Let's see what Juwan had to say about uh, his defenders. Before we get any further, I don't know if Daniel finished it, and I know Kanan didn't start it at all. So I'm before we go any further, Kanan, I'm gonna mute Kanan right now. <laughs> Give me a second. <laughs> Are you? Are you guys both okay with us going forward in this in this topic? Yeah, yeah. You yeah. guys go ahead. I, I was actually talking to Juwan, and I told him I have never seen an episode of Defenders. I've only watched yeah. Daredevil seasons one, season two. I didn't watch Jessica Jones. Didn't watch Luke Cage. But then he told me he hasn't seen one episode of Game of Thrones, so it didn't really matter. Oh, yeah. You know, that <laughs> yeah, we, that yeah we can't even talk Game of Thrones because he's such a slacker. So that's why I want Dane on, so me and him can actually talk Game of Thrones. Yeah, Game of Thrones is the, the well, best show on television, people. Best show yeah, on television. Yeah, I've what, what I can, but I haven't seen Defenders. Uh, I haven't well, seen I Defenders mean, either, but y'all can talk about it all you want to. Are you sure? You honest, got, I don't want to ruin anything. If you haven't seen the other it. shows, Daniel, if you haven't seen the other shows, what we talk about Defenders won't necessarily ruin anything for you. Oh, I'm not worried about it. If you've only worry. seen Daredevil. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Not worried about it. Defenders was... I don't want to say underwhelming uh, because that makes it sound like I had these huge expectations for it. Um, there were parts of it that were great. Um, I, I do think it was Daredevil driven when it's supposed to be Iron Fist driven. Um, Daredevil kind of reminded me of what Batman did to BBS. Um, that was originally supposed to be Man of Steel Part 2. But then, like, <laughs> you know, they got Ben Affleck. It then became like a Batman movie. It was really Daredevil-driven. Sick uh, was a Daredevil character. Electra was a Daredevil character. Um, the huge cliffhanger at the end had Dare, you know, was, was attached to Daredevil. Um, so it was very Daredevil-driven. Um, I, I will say, as much, of, as much as I love her as an actress, Sigourney Weaver was not needed in this series whatsoever. Like, she literally had almost because I know Joelle's going to jump down my throat. She almost served no purpose in this entire series. She spent majority of the eight episodes sitting down and eating. And when she wasn't, she was yelling at someone. Like, she didn't really use powers. She didn't really fight. She was just, I didn't understand. I really didn't understand her, her character in the series whatsoever. Um, Electra, I really love that she kind of took control, became the the huge villain that we figured she was going to end up being this season. Um, I, I still feel like Jessica Jones didn't fit in this. I don't know. Every time she was on screen fighting with everyone, she just she was like, it just it was weird to me. I don't know why. Um, some good things. I loved every time uh, Iron Fist and Luke Cage were fighting together because I desperately want heroes for hire. Uh, yeah, you got geeky you saw that? Yes, it did, especially when he was tied up and he said, Luke Cage and Iron Fist, we deserve, you know, we need to be on the front line, you know, we need yeah. to be out there. I was just like, oh, my God. Defender, I mean, the heroes for hire, like, come on, do it. Do it already. A lot uh, of teasing about that. Yeah, 
I'm trying to think of what else. It was not nothing really that blew me away. Most of their friends were unnecessary. Misty was very unnecessary. Um, that's really all I can think of. I didn't, I didn't enjoy it as much as I was hoping I was going to. Um, You're really selling this show for me. <laughs> I got you, Doug. Yeah, I got I, you. Juan just doesn't get excited about much. Unless it's like Marvel, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, unless it's Batman. Um, no, but I mean, honestly, Not like recently. I said, I watched it. I, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Not recently. Um, I saw it three times, and I still can generate enough interest to be that excited about talking about it. I'm more excited to talk about Death Note than I am Defenders. That should tell you everything well, you need to know. We'll get to that. Um, Good Lord. <laughs> Um, but yeah, go ahead, Joel. I, that's all I can really think of saying. I, I'm gonna give it a six and a half out of ten. Wow, Jesus Christ. Uh, Caitlin, you go before I do, so I can just rip him apart. <laughs> okay. Um, well, um, let me. Okay, I am a huge fan of all of them. I've seen all of the series, series, series. Um, you know, series. so as as a fan. Um, I was excited for it, like super excited for it, to the point where like I was getting really concerned that if my husband was um, out of town working and I saw it without him, like if that would create maybe a divorce situation, um, <laughs> because we were both really good fans. So like I was like last show, like I was like, so is it cool in a marriage to do this? And Kaden was like, you watched the show, damn it. And I was like, okay. Um, and. Um, but it ended up he is here um, because he uh, he already had vacation time anyway. Anyway, so we got to watch it together. So it was really cool. There are aspects of it that, like like Joel or, or I'm sorry, like Juwan said, um, you know, that were kind of un- underwhelming because like I, I feel like you know we've been kind of built up like with all these like this you know badass hallway like you know scenes and. You know, they're Nirvana, come as you are, and they, you know, built Sigourney Reaver up to be this, like, badass supervillain, like, you know, way past Kingpin quality, like, I was like, oh, man, this has to be one evil bitch, and I was like, I was really, really psyched for it, and then, you know, it comes, and you're like, okay, <laughs> and I mean, that's the thing, is that I still enjoyed it, I, I don't know if I would go back and watch it again, because I don't feel like I missed anything. Um, I'm like, I don't feel like there's an... Like, I don't think I would rewatch it, but, like, it wasn't sure. horrible either. It just was, you know? And, I mean, I don't really even feel like it progressed a lot of characters that much. Like, I think it was just kind of like a filler to put them all together and make it, like, like okay, well... This, this is why they're all together now because they all met in Defenders One. It's like it was like an origin story that was like the slowest origin story I've ever seen in my life, and uh, it it just it dragged in some in some parts. I'm like, and like Juan said, like the Bernie Weaver, like I was really 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 hyped for it and I enjoyed it. It's not that I didn't. I thought all the performances were good, but there were a couple of parts that like. I think we touched on this um, before when we were talking about it, is that a lot of the cast seem unnecessary. Like, unless, like, like putting them all in one room, like, while their significant others and friends or whatever that are 
they're super powered or all out fighting crime and and they're all being kept in the police station like there are a couple of instances where it's like not even necessary to have them there like as as characters like within like like oh okay well this person exists or whatever because they exist for this person but I don't know I just I felt like there were way too many characters for the story they were trying to tell so I don't know like without going like even like that or whatever I just, I didn't hate it you know I I will probably like not even put that in my top ten for for Netflix shows. But, you know, it was entertaining. So I'd give it maybe like a seven or eight, seven out of ten. I mean, that's pretty fair. I mean, to even piggyback off of what you were saying, Caitlin, uh, with all the friends being in the police police station, they kept stressing, you know, the fact that their lives were in danger. So I was I was thinking that we were gonna see this crazy scene where like a bunch of ninjas stormed into the police station and you know they all yeah. had to defend themselves or Missy was you know seeming like this really this really dope character that's you know uh, fending off the the bad guys but when none of their lives were actually in danger I was just like so what was the point of even having them in the show? Yeah, like they're all just sitting there worrying about their like their friends or whatever, which is like I guess. I think there was so much realism. There was too much realism. Because when you have the superhero genre, yeah, you want people to make, have their heroes be tangible and to be accessible and to be like, oh, okay, I feel like I could go have a beer with that person. But, you know, and not too over the top. Like, you know, Nolan and, and stuff, you know, it, it was kind of, they're trying to make it nitty-gritty and, and relatable, you know, so they can draw in non-comic book fans people who are not familiar with the superhero genre can can get into a show like, you know, Jessica Jones or, you know, with the aspect of PTSD or, you know, Daredevil with aspects of, you know, religion and identity, um, and, you know, Luke Cage, community, um, you know, crime prevention, um, identity and that in that regard as well. And and, and Iron Fist for whatever it's grand sweeping uh, I guess analogy is I don't know because it, I didn't think it was that great but um, you know, it's just kind of uh, all right, grand. Um, but you know so people want that because it brings them in especially non-comic book fans which is what you know they're trying to grow an industry here but at the same time I think there was too much realism because nobody wants to see somebody brushing their teeth or wiping their ass or, you know, going on about their day because we get that anyway. We get that when we wake up and brush our teeth and wipe our ass. Like, we're like, okay, yeah, it's relatable, but it's not actually interesting and it's not something I want to see. So, they're trying to bridge that gap between realism and superheroes and I think that they went a little bit more towards realism than they should have for that because it was supposed to be like a team of four superheroes it's going to get a little, you know, obviously not realistic, and I don't, you know, but there were some doses of realism that were kind of funny, like Jessica Jones saying that Sam showers, like, for three days. And you're like, yeah, you know, I'd imagine that if I were running around fighting the hand, I probably wouldn't have time for a shower, you know? It's, yeah. yeah. Uh, There's a lot of it. You know, so um, it's, it's that line. It's that line that they constantly have to toe so they can court both 
major comic book fans who are used to the ultra super fantasy, anything goes kind of atmosphere. And then the people who are probably superhero fans who are just like, yeah, you know, maybe I'll watch it. And then this draws them in like, oh, I can relate to that. So, I mean, it's, it's a tough line to, you know, to, to toe, like I said. So, um, nice. but yeah. That's, <clears throat> All right. So enough with the email that's, talk. That's, Let's talk. Fun. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. I don't like I'm not trying to make anybody split their wrists right, or like, anything. Um, like I, unfortunately, Daniel, I don't think it was nearly as depressing as they make it seem. Um I really thought it was a fun, Yeah, you guys are really selling this show. Really fun. Yeah, I, know. I need um, I need to know though, how many hallway fights were in it. I need to know how many hallway them, fights. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, are you serious? Juwan um, gave me such crap, I'm telling you, dude, there's so many hallway scenes. In these uh, shows. I love the hallway scenes, though. They're uh, very good. Um, well, they were, I know. Uh, that one where he jumps off the wall, like... Yeah, that was, was cool. Really All cool. That whole scene in the boardroom was really cool. trying to capitalize on the Daredevil one from season two, the, the stairwell yeah. one. Right. Everybody has to have one. You got to cap. You got to jump on it. Um, here's the thing. One thing, I did, one thing I did notice that kind of, like, pissed me off, and, like, I know it was, like, a... Um, it, it just cinematically, it pisses me off, because I always think of uh, Team America World Police, which is a funny <laughs> movie, by the way. But it's like they have the ticking time bomb at the end. And I'm like, not to give anything away, but they had like this, you know, a, a big bomb, blah, blah, blah. And um, it was Dark just like they're showing like the. Yeah. yeah and the, and uh, yeah, they, they have the bomb about ready to go off and they, you know, show the, uh, the countdown. And like the whole time I'm sitting there thinking, and, and it pulled me out of it because I, I immediately thought of Team America. Where is uh, Kim Jong Il, and and he's like the ticking clock, and he was like, it was like <laughs> funny, and like I I oh that was a bad accent. You will never get me to do that again. Um, but I like I was thinking about that, and I was like, God, that is so so trite, man. Like okay, man, yeah, on the edge of our seat. Will they make it? Will they not? Like. I mean, I kind of called the ending about maybe 30 minutes before it happened. I was like, uh, but the thing is, we were all speculating before this came out that one of the major characters, like friends or loved ones or whatever, was going to get killed. And we speculated that Claire might get killed. And I'm kind of glad they didn't go that route because it was a very Colson-esque kind of move with the Avengers. I'm glad right. they didn't. I was worried they might. So I'm glad they didn't. Yeah. At least, like, that made me happy, like, that they didn't, like, kill off somebody just for shock value. Right. So, uh, um, you know. Was, there were rumors that they happy didn't myself. join the X-Men universe. The what? You what? There was rumors that, that you're talking about, um, or is that oh, what's her name now? Yeah, she was going to join Dark Phoenix. Or New Mutants, yeah, maybe. New Mutants. No, she was going to do New Mutants for a second, and then that fell through some reason. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, but most Rosario Dawson, who plays Claire on the Defenders, was almost going to be yeah. in the mutant as a character, but that that's not oh, going to happen. Okay. Unfortunately. Oh, okay. Uh, yes, let me get to my review of Defenders. Um, I yeah, don't. Please. I honestly sat there, watched it, enjoyed it. Uh, I definitely didn't think too much about a lot of the stuff they were as they were slitting their wrists as they watched it. I was actually enjoying it. <laughs> <Girl>. <laughs> Uh, I was, I was like, there was so much like, the first four episodes a little slow, because there's more build up, and then it gets to the point, and the point is the middle. As soon as it gets from like four or five, things start to go, and it's just go from there. 
There's a lot of action from there from there mm-hmm. go, uh, going forward. Like, I love the scenes between Luke and, and uh, Danny. I love seeing Daredevil. This this show was primarily Iron Fist and Daredevil. Not not a lot of Luke Cage and um, Jessica tie in. They're they're there obviously because they get stuck in the middle of it. But their stories don't like if you watch the next shows, which you you didn't obviously, but um, their stories don't per se enter the Defenders world. Like Iron Fist is a big part of it, and Daredevil is a big part of it. A lot, there's a lot more 50-50 than, than, than Joan gives the credit for. It is Iron Fist and Daredevil's show at the end of it, um, considering he is the key. <laughs> but um, there's a lot, like, there's the, like, Iron Fist's evolution at the end. Like, I don't want to spoil it. That's really the one. I'm trying not to give anything away. Um, there's an evolution for every one of them. Like, um, there's, 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 no, it's not much of a clever. If I had to say there was any negative, I think the show went too fast for me. Like, eight episodes was, like, really quick. I binged that shit really, really quick. And I was very, I was disappointed that I ended it so damn fast. Um, so I'll say that bothered me. Um, the ending was kind of anticlimactic because they kind of left you hanging, but then they kind of gave it away all at, all away at the end anyway. So I was like, well, that kind of did not leave me hanging at all. But I guess why bother if yep. we already know what's going to happen next? Um, the fight scenes were great. The choreography was great. Um, I, we got to see the uh, origin of the hand, who or what the hands are. Yes, the Gwyneth Weaver was kind of was kind of a weak character, but at the same time, I was nowhere near as excited for this character as everybody else was. Um, I did not know what an old woman was going to do to make me excited for this show, and I know she's a good actress, but I don't know what she physically well, can do well, to hype Madame me for Gow. this movie. Huh? Yeah, she's cool. Look at she's really Gow. cool. Yeah. Yeah, she's awesome. Don't and Weaver was fun. Why do you uh, hate old ladies? I don't hate old ladies. I'm just saying, there was not much she could do. And guess what? She didn't really do <laughs> Yeah, dude. Wonder Woman's much. over, what, like 100 years old? She's also a goddess. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you hate the elderly women, Joel. Uh, no, what like, I'm trying to say is Sigourney Weaver, yeah. I wasn't super hyped on the character. I mean, I, I, I like her, but I didn't, I didn't know what she was going to be. They explained what she was going to be. And she was basically a part to a whole. And really what it mm-hmm. came down to was Electra, and Electra had a big part in this story. And if you like Electra, there's a lot of Electra. If you like Daredevil, there's a lot of Daredevil, a lot of Iron Fist. The side characters were there to just be there, but they fit them into the story. You don't have to like the characters if you don't want to, but they were there, and they made them fit well. I love Misty Knight. We got to see what I wanted to see of Misty Knight the whole time at the end of this show. So we got to see a little bit of Daughters of the Dragon. That made me nerd out a little bit. So I got a little bit of everything I wanted, and I put, the, I put it up there with, around, with Daredevil. That's what I have to say. Oh, I, I agree with you. The the fight scenes were amazing. Like, I'm not saying I hated it. I thought it was, like, good. I just probably won't see it again. But, I'm just happy yeah, you the guys fight scenes, made it oh, out of yeah, it. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. Ben Jones worked his ass off, apparently. Like, uh, my, my husband had read that Ben uh-huh. Jones, I guess probably because he got shit on so bad for Iron Fist, like yeah. he went and blocked like double, triple hours in the gym to to get his fighting yeah. on on point. So like, I congratulations to you, Finn Jones. I think you did a great job. You know, yeah, um, different choreography you know, team. I, I thought it you was know, good. He had a lot more time to train this time instead of a couple days. <laughs> That's a big difference. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately for him, you know, uh, it's sad because I like a I didn't little typo Iron. before Iron Fist. He did right. some typo before Iron. Yeah, a little typo before anything, honestly. But yeah. I didn't hate Iron Fist like a lot of people. So I, 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 no. I, I felt really bad for Finn Jones because he got shitted on a lot, a lot, a lot during that yeah, time. Yeah, he did. He did. It was, I that felt poor really guy? Bad. 
Like, he's not a bad actor. I, I no, don't know he's why not. he got half the shit he did. I just, I just don't think Iron Fist that was that great, but I don't think Right, it, was it wasn't written all that great. It really wasn't. You know, it wasn't, yeah. I didn't think it was terrible, but it wasn't, it was, they dive, they cut a lot of corners, and you're going to see yeah. the same showrunner that run, that show ran Iron Fist doing uh, uh, Inhumans, and you're going to see why this, not, this guy just can't work in comic books anymore at all. That's it. Don't let him work in any comic yeah. book TV show, movie, nothing. Scott Buck, go away. He's got to no be fact. somebody's cousin or something. Oh, he has to. Yeah. No way. This guy got two fucking jobs and looks so bad. Like, come on. Thank you, love. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Have you guys already been over the Joker standalone movie? We did. Would you like yeah. to say something on that? I just, yeah, I just wanted to add some really quick. Uh, huge shout out to Kanan. Uh, Lakeith Stanfield. Uh, he was in, um, oh, God, um, the show Atlanta with Donald Glover. He was also in Get Out. Uh, he played the guy that when you flash the camera, he started freaking out. And he was the mm-hmm. the the head detective in Death Note. Uh, he just tweeted out to Scorsese saying he would like to be uh, the Joker in the standalone film. I don't know if society oh. is ready for that, um, but I just wanted to add that he put his name in the hat. What was his name again? Lakeith Stan Lakeith? Stanfield. Oh, okay. I, think I, Stanfield. I like him. I like him in Death Note. I like him That's in different. Death Note. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Oh, I like him yeah. too. I like him mm-hmm. too. Um, very, he's a very, very, very dedicated actor. But I'm gonna just say this now, and it's gonna sound weird coming from me, but I do not <laughs> think society is ready for an African American <laughs> Joker. I think that would literally make heads heads pop. I don't uh, think it would. I don't think America's ready for that. Even though he's probably going to be dying. Uh, right yeah. Right? Uh, <laughs> I, I'm not opposed to it, but I I could see the internet like losing its collective shit over it. I, I don't that mean, that would be, Does that mean he would be in whiteface then? Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah I know. I was just thinking yeah. that, Daniel. Oh my God, yeah. you said that right out of. <laughs> I was true. I was like, wait a second. Yeah. He would have to I mean, wear whiteface. What's crazy is he is such a dedicated actor. Uh, like, I followed him uh, since Atlanta, and he's been getting a lot yeah. of work from that because he's such a dedicated actor. And I think he could, he, play- really, he could really dive into that role. It's just I don't think, one, he'll actually be considered, and two, society will actually ever allow that to happen. Was he in Get Out as well? Yeah. Yes. He yeah. played the guy that yeah. when the camera flashed, he started freaking yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, okay. Did he play Snoop on yeah. um, Get Out of Compton? Oh. Yes, I think he did. He I did, could right? be wrong, but I think he did. I think he did. I think he did, too. He's good, bro. I like I mean, him. I like him. Juwan and I were talking about this the other day where uh, people were going crazy over Ed Screen being cast as, uh, I can't remember the ca- the character's name in Deadpool 2. Um but oh. he's he's supposed to be Japanese in the comics, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, you mean um, people, in Hellboy too? People kind of gotta get over this. Like, if it's if it's if it's really crucial to the comic that he's Japanese, then fine, I understand. But like, Absolutely. if it doesn't really matter if they change the race of the character to what the core of the character is, then who cares? Yeah. So I would have no problem yeah, with we about uh, a black dude playing Joker at all. Right, I don't either. I well, don't either. Yeah. Well, no, no. We don't have a problem with it. We don't have a problem yeah. with a black man playing Joker at all. Like, just want to put that on record. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Like, it depends on which white man, too. Got to be a good actor, regardless. Yeah. 
as long as yeah, yeah, no, good Aggie. Like it was the same thing with uh, same thing with Scarlett Johansson playing the major in Ghost in the Shell. Even the the creator came out and was like, we never stated that the major was Japanese in the anime. Right, right. Yeah, I have no problem with the major either. Like that. Actually, that's our next topic. Honestly, race in movies is our next. The only the only issue I would have had with Scarlett Johansson being major and um in Ghost in the Shell is if the rest of the cast was predominantly um, Japanese or, or something like that. Oh, sure. would have been sure. like, all right, well, that, that, that's really, that'll, that would really bother me. Right. Um, but if, if it was okay, spread out across the, the board, yeah, that's very true. Um, which, Joel, I want to point this out, that movie did not do well financially. What was Good. Dane's main issue with Charlie Hunnam? That he was not box office yeah, enough. He's not box I will say enough. this. I have not, to this day, since Avengers, or since Iron Man 2, seen a Scarlett Johansson-led film that was a box office hit. I know. I'm the same yeah. way. I, I I agree. I don't think she can... She She's a face, and that's why she got casted, because she's a face. She got casted right. because everyone knows who she is. Now she's a, now she's a yeah. voice with that uh, Jacqueline Phoenix I'm, movie. She's also I'm just saying because I know. I'm just saying because yeah, I know Dane's true. gonna listen back to this episode and then jump down my throat. I am not saying she's not. I'm not saying she's on her and Charlie Hunnam are on the same level. I'm just saying when you say Hunnam can't carry a film by himself, Scarlet, since what 2008 when Iron Man 2 came out. Since then, I have not seen if it exists. Please tell me. You know if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I have not seen her carry a film by herself as the lead. That was a box office hit. Even her comedy that just came out was a dud. That's yeah. all I'm saying. That's all Sorry, I'm guys. Saying. I just dropped oh, out for a second. What, what are we talking about? Uh, we're still talking about racing. Was it that Women's Weekend or something? Girls yeah, night. Girls Night uh, or something like girl, that. Girl, yeah. girl. Girls Night needs good money. Just saying. I want to piggyback off of what Juwan said about... What's up? I, was gonna say, I want to piggyback off of what uh, I want to piggyback off of what uh, Juwan was saying about Lakeith Stanfield. Uh, if DC's going with this whole Elseworld thing, or they're starting their own uh, separate division, I say just go all out. I say go ahead and you know audition him for Joker. Let's just have a full African American uh, Batman, Superman, whatever slate. I mean, or even do uh, Juwan posted this up. <laughs> I mean, just, you know, just whatever. I mean, you can have an African-American Batman, African-American Robin, uh, or like Jawan put out there a while back, an all-female Batman uh, group where Bane is uh, Gina Carano. Uh, You know, you've got uh, Kate Beckinsale as Batman. And, you know, uh, I mean, just just going out, who cares? I mean, if if they're great actors and they get the job done, then then go for it. I've always thought... You know, if they did do an African American Batman, that Idris Elba would be great for that. I mean, oh, I think he would. Uh, you know, so there, there's a there's a problem with that though, because if you do like an all black cast, then people are going to accuse you of of just segregating. Because it's like nobody it's does a different that for form of- nobody does that for all black movies now though. If they do like, uh, you know, uh, no, but you're saying. Creating no, another Medea world. Movies in, or whatever. In, yeah, like, but creating a whole nother world, like, then you would have people be like, well, why can't you just put 
like a black Batman in the regular world? Why couldn't you? Why couldn't he be in the regular main universe? And you know, well, what's I would like that. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I mean, they go out there, and if he goes out there and he gets this or this role and he kills it, then it's like going to open the door. Yeah. People will see, oh my gosh, we can, you know, we can do this. I mean, you know, why yeah, can't Tony Stark that. be an African American? Why can't Tony Stark be an Asian person? I mean, you know, Marvel can do the same thing as well. I mean, the door just needs to be there. Uh, and we're going to, yeah. you know, and Joel said we're going to get into that the whole uh, race thing. But, uh, I mean, I'm just saying if they go that route, just go on all out. I mean, let's, you know, yeah. I would like to see that. I don't think uh, if The Rock wanted to play Superman, okay, let's go for it. I've seen him come out there in the suit. He's he's huge. He would do great. He he did a parody of it on Saturday Night Live. It was awesome. You know, he's mm-hmm. going to play Black Adam, but, you know, let him play Superman. Superman doesn't have to be white. Superman in the comics no, in the New 52, was, there was an Asian Superman. Or, no, in Rebirth, there's an Asian Superman, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, there is. Yeah. Yeah. So, so they have okay. Asian Batman, Flash, Wonder Woman. <laughs> this is a whole thing. Yeah. That's if it yeah. serves yeah. the story and it's done well, I don't know. absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. Ghostbusters, people lost their minds when they were hearing about that. I, I, and yeah. it's unfortunate yeah. that it really didn't come together and it wasn't a better movie. No, but it if it serves the story, <laughs> then yeah. absolutely. Yeah. If, if that That's movie sad. was better, yeah. if it was like even 10% better, I would have been happy. But and they're doing, they're doing Ocean ass. 8 right now with all female cast. Yeah. I actually look yeah, the, yeah, the movie, yeah, the movie has to be put together well. You can't just throw it together to try to say, hey, no. we're not racist or whatever. It needs to no. be done in yeah. a right way because like Caitlin said, you know, that's, I mean, that's the, you know, that's the truth of it. You know, if it's done in that way, people will say, uh, this is just you trying to be uh, throwing people of color in a film, you know. But if it's done where people know that it's built around that, then it's going to be better accepted. And that's why I'm saying it's, you know, it's a fine line that's got to be, you know, you got to tread carefully. But I'm just saying that comic book movies do not need to be held to just, the standard of what they are in the uh, in the comics, you know, and they've changed stuff up before. You know, they they made Nick Fury, uh, you know, they drew him based on Samuel L. Jackson in the comics, and then he actually played him in the show. So I mean, that's awesome. worked out fine. Yeah. I don't think anybody's have any had any issues. Uh, so I think the biggest problem is when you take a, a natural drawn or created character that's African American or Asian, and you use a white person. People are like, well, did you even try to bring in someone? I mean, yeah. Did you even try to find an? I mean, I think they just go out and find an actor or an actress, and they stick with them. I don't because you never really hear anything about it. I mean, did they even try to bring in an Asian for uh, uh, Ghost in the Shell? I mean, there's plenty of great actresses out there that are of Asian descent that probably could have done great in that role. And the movie probably would have done a lot better. Tried to pull, just imagine if they tried to pull that with Black Panther. Oh hell no! Oh, can't do it. oh yeah, that yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> they cast. I mean, Leonardo DiCaprio is uh, is Black Panther. Oh my god, yeah. people would lose their shit. They would <laughs> lose their shit. That. That's I kind of want to do it now. I kind of want yeah. them to do it now because I want to see like the chaos. That would be an utter chaos. That's that would be like a slap. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing. Now we're going to move on to the topic that we, we've been on it for a while now, but let's just get to the reason we're talking about it. Uh, lately, there's been some um, castings um, that face change. Uh, 
predominantly Domino and Deadpool 2 will be played by Zazie Beetz, who's an African-American woman, and looks like an African-American woman in her in her debut. As you see, the picture of her, they didn't paint her white. She's not, she didn't get white face. They kept her skin color, and all they did was change the spot to white on her, her dot, yeah. you know? And they kept and they gave her a fro. You know, they, it they like this. went all in with the culture shock. What happened, Keaton? It looks like this. Sorry. Uh, it looks like vitiligo. Like, I yeah, thought that does. was so it interesting. It looks like vitiligo. And, so her, and her eye is a different color, too. It's like a yellow. Um, but that was one thing. A lot of people um, went ape shit for the, just the idea that black women got casted. And then the other thing was that she actually looks like she's black. <laughs> like, they went all in and they got yeah. even more upset. That doesn't look good in it, you know. So we had we got a lot of that, a lot of pushback on that. We got a lot of pushback recently on the Starfire casting in Titans where, um, what's her name? Hey, can I, I speak remember. to that, Joelle? Anna Diop. Oh, God. Anna Diop. I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead, Joanne. You can yeah. speak to whatever. Um, what bothered me about people getting upset about them casting an African-American for Starfire, um, uh-huh. Starfire is an alien who right. is orange. So never in her comic history was she specified with a race. So that means whenever uh, DC put out the casting call for Starfire, whatever race or demographic or whatever that they, um, you know, had auditioned, this lady was the one that they landed on and said, this is our Starfire. It wasn't, you know what, we kind of need to shake something up, have someone African-American in here. Let's make Starfire black. No, Starfire's an alien that had no specific race. She was voiced by white people, but she's not. Um, yeah. She's not white. She doesn't have no. a race. She's from. She's an alien. She's not from a, a human. different planet. <laughs> right. She's not a human. So what I was confused by was when people got upset about it, and they kept saying, "Oh, here we go again." No. What? What? That doesn't make any sense. And then people right. were like, "Well, how are you going to make her look like Starfire?" Well, crazy <laughs> thing is, believe it or not, Zoe Zaldana isn't blue nor green. So somewhere <laughs> in there they figured something out to change her look. So, I mean, we're in a society today where people just love to complain. A lot of people don't even know who these characters are. They just hop on the bandwagon of complaining, of having an issue with something. Um, yeah. I just call it pure ignorance. I just call yeah. it pure ignorance. I mean, because I literally, I, and I, Joel saw this also, someone literally was upset because they were like, <laughs> well, what are you going to do about her hair being black and everything like that? And someone literally was like, it's this crazy new thing scientists created called wigs. It's super <laughs> weird. It's brand new. It's never been done before. It was like, dude, come on, man. Like, there's wigs. They're obviously going to paint her face. Like, what are we really complaining about right now? Yeah. If, if they yeah. like, make like Jennifer Lawrence all blue, I think I think they can handle it. I agree. <laughs> like I think it's okay. Yeah. It'll be okay. Yeah, people get so upset so quickly, though. especially this this casting. I'm like, if you're gonna be upset by something, maybe upset that she might be a little older than we expected. But even that, I'm not that fucking worried about. But not her. Like, yeah. you could paint her orange. I mean, that's I, there's a good chance she's gonna look orange when we see it. So. No need to worry, people. She's going to look like Starfire in the end, and that's all we really need. Um, another big thing, like uh, I think Daniel touched on it before, the character Ben Daimyo in Hellboy 2 uh, got casted, and I believe it was, um, what's his name? 
can't remember. He played Ed Screen. Uh, Ed, Ed Screen. Right? Ed Screen got casted as Ben Daimyo in Hellboy 2, who is known as a Japanese character. Um, yes, I understand. He's uh, a lot of people don't know this character, so they don't give a shit. Like I don't know Ben Daimyo that well. I just recently heard about this character. Uh, but I am excited for this character because when I heard about him, I liked what I heard about him. I didn't know he was Japanese, but looking at the the, the last name, it does sound Japanese. Daimyo is a Japanese word, by the way. <laughs> so, yeah, I understand that some people get upset when people complain about well, the whitewashing, and I understand what people say, why do you give a shit if, as long as you don't change the character? And you're right, but it's not like there's a lot of Japanese characters out there. <laughs> like, there's a good chance a lot of the characters in Hellboy are going to be white, or at least they're, they're, they're drawn white. So when you do have a different race, it, you can at least try to find someone that's Japanese. It couldn't be that difficult, you know what I mean? They could have got Steven Yoon, the guy that played in uh, The Walking Dead. He he would have been perfect. Right. He He's of great. Asian descent. I mean, yeah, I mean, right. there there are people out there. I guess it's just you know, like you're saying, how big is this role going to be? I mean, do they need someone? I mean, really, to be honest with you, Ed Screen, other than. Uh, Deadpool. I've not really seen him in much, so he's not a huge draw. I mean, this is a Hellboy no. movie. It's going to be about Hellboy. Uh, I mean, sure. uh, the diehard fans, I mean, I could see where maybe they'd be a little upset about that, but, you know, like you said, I mean, I'm sure they went in and auditioned, you know, several hundred people, unless it was just, hey, we're going to give you the role. I mean, and no. that's who they settled on. I mean, I don't care. I'm going to watch it for Hellboy. I don't know who this other I character think- is. This is the I'll, first time I've heard about him. About he that. was not in the original Hellboys with Ron Perlman. I don't remember him being a character, so. No, he's a he's more in the comics. Uh, but they did well, get someone else Perlman. recently. Yeah, speaking they didn't get Perlman, Ron Perlman. Doesn't everybody everybody see uh, Pacific Rim? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, what didn't he didn't he play a character named Hannibal Chow or something like that? Did he? Uh, uh, Ron Perlman mean. did. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, so like, I think it was. Well, I think I'm, it I'm was. Assuming he was a, either a Chinese or Japanese-based character or something like that, nobody really right. said anything. Yeah, yeah. People don't know. know. That's my point. People don't yeah, know. Don't. And Ed Screen being this character doesn't drastically change that character at all. It doesn't change it like, you know, uh, you know. The, it, there's no changes of that character outside of just the race. Yeah, I yeah. mean, you know. I'm going to even make a comparison. It's not a spot-on one, but Jarvis in the comics was always, well, not always, but was most of the time uh, Tony's butler. He wasn't an AI. Mm -hmm. But do we see how once we saw Iron Man, that didn't drastically change Jarvis? Jarvis was still the fun-loving Jarvis that we had adapted from the comics. But even then, did people care about Jarvis enough to worry about him going from being a human to an AI? No, not really. No one really cared. So all I'm no, saying right. is they're fundamental changes. They didn't drastically change Jarvis. Jarvis was yeah, but like if his name was Ben friend. Sanchez and they casted a white guy, I, 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 would, I would have a debate with that. Like, why couldn't you find a Spanish guy to be that character? You understand what I'm saying? Well, yeah, well, not only that, how about the fact that uh, they didn't even try to give Scarlett Johansson a Russian accent when in the comics Black Widow has a Russian accent? I mean, she sounds like she's from... Uh, the South or Midwest or something. Yeah, she doesn't sound Russian at all. So, I mean, right. people, were people screaming about that? I don't think so. Yeah. Hey, no one gives a shit. But here's the thing. The Hellboy she, 2, that's not the only casting they have. She said Boy. She said She spoke Russian, but she don't have an accent. Like she yeah, but she doesn't have that. Yeah. 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 
Yeah. Well, Hellboy two has another actress. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. Hellboy two has another actress they just casted recently before Ed Screen. Very another character no one's really ever heard really of. Quick. She's white in the comics, but a, a black ca- actress is being casted as her, and no one said anything about that either. So, so you can go both ways. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And no one talked about people that have nothing too, better to just, do sometimes. Right, right, right. I'm, I understand the, the argument. Like, there really isn't a lot of Asian characters. You could at least maybe try to get an Asian actor. They didn't. Whatever. I don't know Ben Daimyo enough to give a shit. And that's how everyone is. I know Jawan, if it's not Batman, doesn't care if you are what color or black. It doesn't matter. Because he doesn't know that he doesn't know that. He doesn't. I don't think that's right because you have to, you got to respect the character. Like, I still don't understand how you cannot have Gambit. You have to have Gambit with a fucking Cajun accent, Jawan. That's disrespectful. Oh, God. Nope, don't care. You want to know why I don't care? I see You want to know why I don't care? Ben Affleck is an amazing Batman. So that's all I care about. Okay. You see what I mean? That's all I'm talking about. <laughs> I, 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 will say that, <laughs> I will say that I'm glad that our friends at X-Men, the animated series, found someone uh, that can do a good Cajun accent for Gambit because that's probably the closest we're ever going to get to Gambit from the comic book. So thank you, <laughs> no, uh, to X-Men, the animated don't, series. Don't, don't what? Channing Tatum in the, in the ass. Oh, Channing Tatum. <laughs> Channing Tatum is not going to come out and put forth any effort with this movie. I'm not even looking forward to it Are happening. Are you kidding so, me? Wants to do hold on. It. Are oh, you I'm not, hold on, Kanan. Hold on. Hold on, Kanan. I'm going to be, I'm going to, I'm going to side with Caitlin really quick. Because not only did Channing yeah. Tatum uh, really push, he's really pushing for this movie, but he also said he wants it to be as accurate as possible. And I don't think one of the most defining qualities, I don't think one of the most defining qualities of Gambit, he's going to go, eh, I don't really care about that. I'm not even going to really try. Let's just throw throw, a long jacket on me, have a long pole and some cards. Right. To be fair, I don't blame blame Taylor. I definitely blame the director on that. No, that movie was doomed from the beginning. Yes, Absolutely. Yeah. But I will not I will not shame Channing Tatum before that movie's even in production. I will give him a chance. I feel as though he knows the material well enough. because um, he's still pushing for he a movie that no one really wants to he see. He wasn't even casted um, <laughs> and he was already working with a voice coach. He was working right. with a voice coach yeah. before he even got the contract. He really wants it. I That's mean I feel as though man. Channing wants I feel as though Channing wants this movie the same way Ryan wanted Deadpool, and we see how accurate Ryan made Deadpool. Yeah. I think Channing uh, has the same desire um, that Ryan did. I can't so, wait. I mean, like I said, I I'm not, not going to shoot him in the foot before he even has an opportunity, but I will say he's pushing really hard for a movie no one's really pining over. That's also true. I am. I'm pining <laughs> over it, damn it. I'm no, sorry. I'm I love so Gambit. Bad. I want to see it happen. I want it I'd so go see bad. That movie for sure. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Oh yeah. The raging I mean, Cajun man. We're all gonna go see it. But Fox is on a roll right now, though. You know, Fox is on a roll, so he has to live up to that role. So they went back to the drawing board because what they had before was not working. So that's what they're doing. Yeah. Right now, is, right? a, is Apocalypse the role or? <laughs> is it what? Well, okay. They had a little bump. <laughs> but they, but it wasn't. Like, <laughs> it wasn't X Men Origins or fucking uh, Last Band. Like, you know, they have they have Logan right now, Deadpool. They have uh, Oh Legion. my goodness, they're good right can I, now. Can I say? 
can I say that's a conversation we need to have one day? What was worse, Last Stand or X Men Apocalypse? Oh, Last Stand. Oh, Last Stand. Oh, uh, that's Last Stand. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. Nope, I'm definitely giving it. I thought Apocalypse had redeeming qualities. Yeah, at least that I thought X Men Last Stand had redeeming qualities. I thought Last Stand had why redeeming qualities. What did Last Stand have redeeming other than a completely butchering uh, Gene and Professor X and just about everybody else? Cyclops, oh, it was the that guy, right? Time out. Time out. Yeah, Cyclops. Hold, hold on one yeah. second. Hold on one second. Do Go not ahead. bring up Gene Grey to me when they completely change her fucking character for X Men Apocalypse. Don't bring that up to me like X-Men Apocalypse gave us What'd a better change? rendition of Jean Grey. Uh, how about the fact that she sneezed and became the goddamn Phoenix? How about that? Well, they have to explain it first <laughs> before you get mad at them. And now she has her own movie well, as the Phoenix. Yeah, and now she has her own goddamn spinoff. Like, don't come yeah. at me like the Phoenix that we got in Last Stand extension. they didn't work for. They worked for that yeah. Phoenix. X-Men they Apocalypse is just like, hey, here's Jean Grey. Now here's Phoenix. Wait, what? They made, like, they made Jean Grey in the last stand to be like a freaking schizophrenic. Like, right. like she was. She's not a, they're going to do alien entry Phoenix. Come on. Now, now I mean, I'm we not have saying all, her character. We have, all learned, we have all learned tonight what pushes Juwan's buttons. Do not mention Jean Grey and Phoenix because <laughs> no, they will set him off. No, because I'm sorry. It, I get a lot. I hear from a lot of people that. Jean Grey was done better in Apocalypse than uh, that lady's entire run in the original X-Men film. And what stresses me about no, not that the is... the entire run. She was great in the first and the second, yeah. and I liked her in the third. But, I so mean, it's not her fault, but the Professor X, Cyclops, I mean, they kind of, like, storm. I mean, they just... The whole, it was just kind of like the whole movie was thrown together. Juggernaut. All I'm saying is... Ice all Man. I'm saying is... I, in I X-Men Apocalypse... Okay. Yeah, who doesn't love I'm the Juggernaut, bitch? Yeah. Yeah. It was better on YouTube. (laughs) Yeah. It was so funny. Oh, my God. There was rumors this week. What? About? That uh, Juggernaut might be in Deadpool 2. Yeah, yeah, I heard about that. I'm excited about that. Yeah, I posted that. We were talking about that not that long ago, because we're like, Black Tom Cassidy's in it, so that means Juggernaut might be in it, right? At least that's what we thought. And it looks like that's possible. Yeah, that got, that got mentioned when, when he got casted. We talked about that. We did. We yeah. did. Uh, we brought it up. I love, like, I love that. Um, I just need Deadpool to take as many. I need Deadpool to take as many fun characters from the X-Men universe and put them in Deadpool movies. Yeah. Redeem them. Just so, we can not only, <laughs> yeah. just so we can not only get them accurately, but we can get the comedy out of them also. Yeah. Would, yeah. would anybody... So now that Cable's going to be in Deadpool, would anybody like to see a Cable Bishop spinoff movie? No. Like how they were kind of teaming? No. No. Wants to see? no. Yeah, I'm no. Not really oh my. No. Why? No. I love the <laughs> I, no. 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 He's already no. <laughs> no. Maybe if no. it was the BCEU, you would get that. <laughs> I don't know if no you guys cable, can no hear Bishop. me, but I'm saying no. <laughs> I'll take a cable spinoff, but if you're telling me I have to get Bishop with it, I don't want a cable We're spinoff. Gonna get I don't even know man. if I want a cable spinoff. What is wrong with Bishop? I like um, Bishop. Bishop is possibly the most boring character. <laughs> There's nothing <laughs> wrong with him. I think you toss him into Deadpool 3, maybe. But they were, all, but they were uh, awesome teamed up in the comics. I, I guess. My favorite part 
about Bishop is that he, in the X-Men animated series, big mm-hmm. shout out to the Lewins, we love you. Yeah. Um, like, the, the one thing about Bishop in that cartoon is every time he came on, there was always this, like, kind of train harmonica, like, like blues yes. kind of track that always played whenever he came on screen. Yeah. And it always made me laugh for some reason. I'm like, what? What the hell is this? And no, like, I, I loved it, but it was just kind of cheesy and funny. And But, like, I always expected that harmonica now. Whenever yeah. I see him on, like, in X-Men, uh, uh, Days yeah. of Future Past or whatever, I was, like, I was expecting that, like, harmonica, you know, bluesy kind of track playing behind him. And I was, like, oh, wait, we don't yeah. have that. Kanan. Kanan. Kanan, I'll make up? a deal with you. Oh, I'll boy. give you a, I'll give you a, um, <laughs> I'll give you a Bishop spin-off. But enjoy every single hallway scene when Netflix gives us like the next six years. Oh, you gotta hate on the hallway. No complaining scenes. about it. Kanan's <laughs> hating on those hallway scenes. Man. <laughs> I just, I hallway really like, I really liked the guy that played Bishop in uh, Days of Futures Past, and I know that they teamed up uh, a few times in the comics. I just think it'd be cool to kind of bring him back, maybe you know, not necessarily oh, no, like a movie where, not not a, not the movie that says Cable Bishop, you know, but it's a Cable spinoff, you know. Bishop maybe makes an appearance. I'm just saying, I thought they worked well in the comics. It'd be cool to kind of see, you know, transition over to uh, to the movies. But hell, y'all said y'all didn't even want a Cable spinoff. So sorry, Josh. Nobody wants to see well, we are you get a in a spinoff. Yeah. Hold on, Next hold on, hold on. Be to be fair, spin-off. to be fair, Daniel. Said that. Yes. <laughs> no one else yeah, signed yeah. off on uh, that. No one else signed off on that. Well, Daniel no. is representing Geek Vibe News, so this must be breaking news. So breaking news, everybody. No. All right. So Daniel, Daniel, opinion. we're gonna have to talk about your uh, your future here. <laughs> That's the case. No. <laughs> you don't speak for us. No. <laughs> No, seriously, I, I I honestly do not Thank have you. any interest in a uh, in a bishop movie. Yeah, I mean, there's all. a lot of team ups I want to see. That's not one of them. You know? I didn't say no. a bishop like, hey, bishop gets his own movie. I'm saying them two kind of in a movie together. But that's I'm okay. Sorry, I'm, let, on it. I'm sorry. Fine. We'll I'm sorry. Let me let me let me let me clarify it, Cannon. I do not want to see bishop in a role larger than a cameo. Wow. Okay. Uh, bishop. No, you saw, so. So was his role in Days of Futures Past too much for you? Did you, was do you right. think it should have been reduced? It was just right. Okay. That's right. Okay. <laughs> hit the hit the marker. <laughs> hit the marker. A lot of excellent characters. He's overstayed. He, he, he overstayed his welcome. I again, wow. I like the Bishop character. I just don't. I don't really need. To I just want. Can again. we just get Jubilee done right? Can we actually get where you know she's actually done right, other than just being in a few seconds of the movie? Oh, you're right. I, I totally think that should happen. I mean, this character yeah. is going to make every X-Men movie, but never gets any shine. <laughs> Ever. Yeah. Well, once again, the animated series, she killed it. Yes. Yep. Well, that's the thing. We've got so much of the... You know what it is, too? We watched a lot of... I, I know there's a lot... All of us here probably watched the 90s X-Men a lot, right? So those yeah. are the X-Men we grew up with. At least I did. And so when we got though to the movies... It was kind of a little bit, under, for me at least, underwhelming to see what we got. Even though I enjoyed the movie, it wasn't what I was expecting because I loved the 90s cartoons so much. 
So it was kind of like, what the kind of, and then some other characters got more pushed than the others. Like, it was weird. Like, there was a younger Rogue, and then Jubilee got barely no, and like, any play at all. And Jubilee was a big part of the 90s action cartoons. Uh, and Kitty's a bigger character in the comic books over Jubilee, but and she barely yeah. gets any type of push in the movies, except for Days of Future Past, you know, so. Got more push in Jubilee. Well, I think it's just because, well, yeah, I think it was because of how we saw them portrayed on screen, you know, like, we saw Wolverine finally, and everybody was like, oh, he's cool, we finally get to see Wolverine, and I yes, love Ian McKellen, but when I seen him with his Magneto outfit, I was like, what the fuck is he wearing? <laughs> like, what is, what is that helmet? What is that helmet he has on? Like, this is not Magneto. Oh, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I'm like, what is he? Uh, you know, and Sabretooth look, uh, you know, but I don't I know. I didn't like that X Men costume. I didn't like those X Men costumes in the movie. Yeah, no, that made With the black leather? Was, was... Yeah, I don't like the, the black leather uncomfortable. Why do they have to wear uncomfortable clothing? It doesn't make sense to me. Does anybody what would think you rather here we that... wear? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Daniel. Oh. No, no, no. She can go ahead. No, no, I was just quoting the first movie where where he was like, you all go out in these things? Or no, it was the second movie. He's like, what would you prefer, yellow spandex? Yeah. And no, that yeah. was the first one. <laughs> yes. That was the first, yeah, that was the first one. That was the yeah. first one, yeah. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, does anybody so, think I mean, I that, that Wolverine, does anybody think that Wolverine Mom. in the yellow suit would work? Uh, if done right, yes. 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 So, like, the, the deleted I, scene at the end of the second movie? Yeah, that was yes, fun. Yes, that would have been. Yeah. yeah, to see him wear that at least one time, even if it was like in the uh, Danger Room simulator or something, right. would have been badass. Would have been badass, I think man. Out it would have been very badass. At least see him one time. Because, because what, man, what man killed me is. Mangold went into yeah. that about how it wouldn't fit with the movie. I guess. Or so. the overall. Definitely not with Logan. No. No, no. he could have. No, when they're. Definitely not in Wolverine. Definitely yeah, not no, a he could have worn in the uh, yeah he could have worn in like the danger room sequence in uh, uh, Last Stand, and that's the only time that they made the Sentinels look cool. They actually had the yeah. Sentinel head from like the comic yeah. yeah. I'm thinking, okay, yeah. you did this for Last Stand. Why could you not translate this to Days of Future Past? What I mean, that's another thing. Like, what the fuck were those things? That was their excuse. <laughs> I, oh my gosh! I know, but then they still like they yeah. still use that in uh, Apocalypse the when they did the uh, Danger Room Simulator. They had the same looking uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sentinels no, come out. Yet. So, but yeah, they, they could have had it weird one time. <laughs> Maybe the next movie when they get the CR technology, bro. You never know. You gotta you gotta think ahead. Well, that would be right. fine, but I mean, we're still not gonna see Wolverine in the outfit. Ah, oh, stop reminding no. me. Oh, okay, <laughs> I think we might get our first look at one if they recast him and do all that kind of stuff. We might get him in a yellow suit or something similar. No, you can, you can get no. it through. You all know. No, I'm going to be. I'm going to be honest with you guys. Well, I want to be honest. The, Go ahead. <laughs> no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this. If they recast Wolverine and let's okay. say it's Tom Hardy or even Taron Egerton. Um, it's going to be the ultimate X-Force suit. You know that um, that kind of dark bluish yeah. one with the, the stripe that kind of went Yeah, yeah. yeah. Black and it's like the, yeah, it's going to be that. Yeah, it's black and gray. The, Man, I'm going to be honest. That, that yellow, <laughs> the yellow and blue suit just doesn't 
resemble well. I don't think that's going to resemble well on, on screen. It depends how they I do think, it, honestly. The, I'm going to be honest with you. The ultimate suit is probably our best bet at getting uh, Wolverine in a comic sort of accurate costume. They should have did the ultimate costume. Together. God damn it. The ultimate costumes are pretty good. Yeah. I'm just trying to go you over can, my head right see. now, like, which one hasn't worked yet. Like, Thor's looks great. It's comic accurate, I'd say. Or pretty looks close. Yeah. Looks good, yeah. Even though Thor like, himself isn't necessarily comic accurate. He's yeah, very, sure. very, very small. <laughs> very, very, very God, small. God, I hate not Thor. Very, very, very long. Very good. Just saying. Just saying he's very small. Iron Man wasn't either, technically. Like, Tony, like, yeah, I'm going to do redefine that character, you know? I mean... Don't even don't even get me started on the extremists. That was just disgusting. Yeah, well, that movie oh, had its issues. That's the worst. Mar- that's the worst MCU movie there is. Yeah, I, I think <laughs> I'm with you on that. Man. I, I, Iron Man oh, three. Man, I don't know. If we're, if we're doing a show of ranking world. MCU movies, that's the worst. So we're in the dark world. Iron Man three. Yeah, oh, Iron Man three is atrocious. I Thor: The Dark World was atrocious. <laughs> Yeah, Thor the Dark World. I'm not really, I like, I don't really care like for it. any Thor movie, but, I mean, yeah, Thor the I Dark like the World was, was pretty terrible. Well, Ragnarok is going to be... Ragnarok is going to be the shiz. Well, let's hope. It looks good. It looks I just have a feeling, though, that the movie is going to be more about everybody other than Thor. And once again, Chris Hemsworth is going to take the back seat like he's had in every single movie he's been in. And I just don't want to see that. So. You just don't want to see Hulk get the shine eh, I don't mind. Thor, is what you're saying? I don't mind. I don't mind. Yeah, I mean, in Avengers, he took the back seat. I mean, his brother was Have like more in the spotlight. Uh, and yeah. Yeah. He was a he. He really was in the back seat for uh, his his both both of his movies. Uh, he's hardly seen in Age As of Ultron, and he wasn't seen <laughs> at all in Civil War. Canon. I think you're forgetting the the most important quality um, when it comes to Thor being teamed up with everyone else. He's never the best actor on screen. That's why he's always the background. Anytime you have Tom Hiddleston teamed up with him, he's going to be the background. Anytime you have Robert Downey Jr. teamed up with him, he's going to be the background. Yeah. Sorry. He's the worst actor Yeah, but you Mark can't Ruffalo. be in the background of your own movie. That's yes, true, yeah. too, Kanan. Do you not see Batman vs. Superman? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I'm not sorry, the Batman was well. the focus. It's not, it wasn't not open, how much I can't of Superman did you see? How much <laughs> of Superman did you yeah, see, though? Don't. If you saw Let's the edition, you saw a lot of it. You saw a lot of Superman. You saw a lot of Clark. You saw a lot of true, Clark, so. not a lot of Superman. Well, also all I'm true. saying is, yeah, Chris but Hemsworth, though, yeah, but you can't compare that to Superman actor. and no, Chris Hemsworth's not the best actor. But still, though, when you have a movie called Thor and uh, Thor: The Dark World, and you're pretty much like. The focus is on the villain or your brother the whole time. I mean, it's like really Chris Hemsworth needs to have a little bit more respect, you know, than that. I think I'm gonna more, would anybody put credit? I'm going to be completely honest with you. Chris Hemsworth is lucky. Chris Hemsworth. Let me just say this really quick, Caitlin. Chris Hemsworth is lucky. I'm not doing the marketing because if I if I was doing the marketing for uh, any of his movies, Loki would be like the centerpiece. 
and then him oh, yeah. be in the background. Well, you're not like, well I can tell you, on, 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 <laughs> all the posters, on all of the posters, the marketing is for Hella and Hulk. And then somewhere in there is Thor. So that's what I'm saying. This whole movie shouldn't even be called Thor Ragnarok. It should be called Ragnarok uh, co-starring Planet Thor. Hulk. Yeah, or Planet <laughs> Hulk co-starring Thor. I mean, it can't though because Universal's just, got the rights. Yeah, that's go. true. Yeah. This is their way of getting anybody, the Hulk Would anybody be willing to put money down that Thor is the one that bites it in Infinity War? Really? Oh. Mm. Man. Man. Uh, no, I'm not. I tell, I tell you what, man. They are really spoiling. They are really spoiling both movies by showing these set photos being leaked. So uh, well, we know, we know, uh, Vision's making it through, and we know Hawkeye's making it. And we know. Iron I'm going to say this. I don't think Hawkeye can I'm going to say this. <laughs> I'm not going to. I'm not going to bet against Thor making it, only because I'm still not 100 percent sure he's not the one that's going to wear that second Infinity Gauntlet. He would be the one strong enough mentally and physically that could bear the Infinity Gauntlet. I don't. But think so Vision, Vision could wear it. Yeah, Vision could wear it. No, but yeah, time out. We saw the set photo. Remember, we saw a set photo of Vision as a regular human being. Not as actual vision. Now, that could have been a dream or something, but let's not also forget he's controlled by an infinity stone. An infinity stone Thanos definitely going to need at some point. So, yeah. I'm not putting that yeah, money about, on, on vision. Uh, are we going to talk about Death Note? Ooh, oh, I didn't see yeah. Death Note yet. I didn't see it yet. I haven't seen oh, it either. Okay. Unfortunately. Okay. So, the thought, so, you guys can compare notes if you like. Yeah, I mean, I've never I've never seen the anime or um, read the manga, so I went in there fully like I guess virgin about it. Like I I had no sweeping expectations, and I love Willem Dafoe and anything. So like um like I was just like oh it's Willem Dafoe as a big huge spiky demon. Like I was I was on board immediately, and um, I, I felt Take like there money. was a lot of story there was so much story there that i didn't get and i don't even know what it was because i haven't read or seen it outside of what i watched last night so i'm sitting there thinking if is if somebody who's a complete layman about it knows that there's a lot that i'm missing then then that's sad that that means it's it's evident it's, it's super super self-evident that that there's a lot missing to the story. Like I, like I felt like they didn't touch on the rules. They, uh, you know, they didn't touch on a lot of things. And then like, you know, kind of making him like the, the main character light into like a good guy. I, I think I read a couple of reviews after the fact and they were like, they made light into a good guy. And apparently he was kind of a sociopath in the manga and the anime. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, but I had read that, that there was a lot about his character that was kind of glorified and and making him, like, a hero when he really wasn't. So that, like, I guess those would be my only gripes, that I think it should have been a show. Like, if, if Netflix really wanted to do it justice with how much story there is, they should have made it just a show, not a movie. Like, there was so much story. That, that I feel like I was kind of cheated out on. But I don't know if you're going to get Willem Dafoe to do a 12-episode run, you know, dressed in that costume. So, what the fuck is that? 
So, somebody sounds like they're staring into the McDonald's. I don't think what the uh, fuck? McDonald's. Uh, <laughs> Hold on. But I know Sorry. that uh, me and Jer- me and Juwan are both uh, trying to. Uh, we're both. You know, we're trying to get the director for Death Note on uh, the show to talk with us. So maybe we can. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe you know, I can we, ask we him to do it into a show. <clears throat> yeah, I would, I would uh, like to see it. In the show. I think it would. Like the actors were good. I thought I thought the story was amazing. Like I thought it was really really compelling. I thought Willem Dafoe did an excellent job. Like he scared the crap out of me. Like I had some really weird dreams last night. Probably so, lucky. I mean, it was oh, it was so freaky looking. Uh, Ryuk um, yeah, scared the ever loving out of me, man. Like I was about ready to like I, I don't know, like hide under my covers. Because that, I mean, that shit was freaky. But, um, like, so, I mean, like, no disrespect to the movie. I just feel like, like, I would love to talk to the director. Uh, we would love to have you on. Please come talk to us because I have, a, I want to see this as a show. I think it would be great as a show. No, a series. You're right. So, I agree. Jawan, uh, yeah. what do you guys think? Um, I love the movie. I gave it eight and a half out of ten. Um, I didn't really see that many issues with it. It had one or two, a few conveniences. Um, I don't want it to be a series, only because the main reason I can't get through the show is because it's a series and it bores me. Um, so I think a movie where it's a straight path, rather than having to tell different stories for different characters, it can just be a straight path. Um, I prefer. Um, I, like Caitlin, have not watched the animated show. I tried. Joel tried to get me to watch a few episodes. It bores me. I, I, I almost despise it. Um, Which is weird, because I, I think it's pretty good. <laughs> see, seeing, seeing this movie and enjoying it as much as I, I, I did, you know, I only want this movie in my head. I don't want to watch the, the animated show and then not like it. Um, yeah. And then it kind of taints my idea on what I think of Death Note. I want the movie to be my only source, source material. I loved it. Um, I can't wait for part two to come out. Uh, I just was reading a report the other day saying that they were saying if this does really well, they will definitely do a part two. Um, I thought this was like a weird film for Willem Dafoe to sign on to, but as soon as I started seeing him um, on screen, I was just like, he's perfect. There's no one else I could have pictured being... He did the Goblin. I mean, he did the Green Goblin and Spider-Man. Like, it's not outside well, no, his I realm didn't. to, like... No, I didn't think he was going to do a... I just didn't... I didn't imagine him doing a Netflix film. Um, oh, you know, I always... And, and honestly, right. now, that, now that you're saying that there's going to be a second film, like, I can see what you're saying, that, that a long-running series might not be the way to go. Like, again, like, I don't know the source material. Um, so... I mean, I'm honestly, I would say that, that the compromise between not having a sec or not having like a long running series and having a movie, I would say having a second movie would be a good compromise, like in between those two, like yeah. not having. A and I mean, show, even yeah, like, even to what you were saying, the second movie maybe can give us more of a background on not only Ryu but uh, a better understanding of the rules rather than it making yeah. it seem like uh, they were making it up as they went, uh, that there are actual, you know, legit rules that they have to go by. 
Um, that's why that's why I said the rules to me kind of the rules to me kind of came off a little convenient for certain moments. Yeah, but I get it. It's a movie. A lot of it's gonna have to be convenient. Um, that's why I said that was my my few issues with it was the convenience. But like I said, I gave this movie eight and a half out of ten. Um, it's something I could watch over and over and over again. Um, so I don't wow. see myself coming yeah. down off of the eight and a half out of ten. But I really love it. You watch most if, of if it they come out with the second uh, movie, I'll watch it again. Yeah. If they come out with the second movie and explain to me, you know, what the hell is going on with these characters, like, and, and in terms of, like, at, at the end, well, I don't want to give anything away. But you know what? I'll, I'll talk to you on the side. I'll sidebar with you, um, Juwan, later, because I have some questions okay. about, like, the nature of entering somebody into the book. And, I mean, okay. and they yeah. die. And okay, so yeah, you'll you'll explain that to me later. But um, but yeah, like you said, there were some convenient moments that were just like, oh well, that worked out really well. Like we had all of what five minutes to prepare this plan. But yeah, okay, you could totally think of that on the fly. Um, yeah. You know, having not read the book, you know, because he didn't read through the whole thing like you know his girlfriend did. So right. You know, uh, she knew the source material a lot better, and that's what made her uh, like, you know, like a pain in the ass. And then, uh, yeah. so not to spoil so, it yeah. for, and, for Joel. Well, yeah, yeah, but and, and I liked Rio at the end. I liked his. I liked where they ended it. Okay, and I'm I'm not gonna say anymore. But I liked where they ended it, and um and and that last that last line was just perfect. Like it was yeah, so I perfect. agree. Like, I, well, yeah, I it was agree. a really. I can't wait Joel, to watch it. I can't wait to watch it. Joel, you yeah, want to yeah, no, close this out? Yes, yes, we're gonna close this out. Um, time check. Bye, everybody. Uh, I want to say before I go is check out the tick. It was really entertaining. It's only like six episodes. Yes. Half hour episode. Oh, it's so cute. It really, it's a quick binge. Right? Yeah, I've been looking forward to that. It's really good. It's I really, really like cute. it. Definitely check it out. Um, uh, anyway, uh, Juwan, uh tell everybody where they can find you, Juwan. Uh Everyone already knows, Keith Vibes Nation. <laughs> That's where I live. You can find me there. How about you, Daniel? Where can they find you? Uh, you can find me uh, as Geek Stuff Happens on uh, Geek Vibes News on our uh, YouTube page. You can find me on Twitter at CMB Movies and Symphony Beyond on YouTube as well. Thanks for having okay. me, guys. No problem. Canaan, where can they find you? They can find me on Twitter at Geek Vibes Nation, and that's where I usually am holding it down. Word. And Caitlin, where can they find you? Uh, TheSaltyMama.net, which is a stupid blog I run, and then, uh, but mainly, I'm Geek Vibes Nation. What, what? Awesome. Peace out, guys. <laughs> Go on the day 27 on Twitter and Facebook. Oh, my God. Let's go. Bye. Let's go, bud. Go, McGregor. Later.